We have a bunch of spooky snacks. No, they're not spooky. They're... <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can read the the labels, but I can't quite tell what they are. I'm going to just say how it is. Anything that has a hot pepper on it, it won't do nothing to me. You you dead <clears throat> yourself on the inside. Actually, I reached a point where I had to stop the habaneros because I was actually so much in pain. Because one of my habaneros was like, you know, every once in a while you'll get a pepper that's hotter than the rest. Yeah. Just like you could get one more mild. Mm-hmm. I had a habanero that was like one of those that you'd take the seeds from to grow the next generation of ultra hot pepper. And that one pretty much broke me. Where I had to take a break at one point. Because, yeah, that habanero made me almost cry. I also ate a lot of sour stuff. My tongue hurt. A lot. Oh, my tum-tum also. Oh, there's one point. Like, near the end of Extra Life, where all of a sudden I went, Something is cooking in my stomach that will be a mix of regret and shame. Why not both? Then I went to the toilet uh-huh. after extra life, sat down, did my business, and I was like, that wasn't all that bad. And then I watched some football. And then after a Seahawks game, I was like, my gut won't stop telling me there's a problem. And then I went to the toilet again, and I was like, well, last time wasn't so bad, and oh, no. And then the shame and regret became pain, shame, and regret. Well, first up, we've got the spicy pea crackers. P E A. P E E. The crackers are made of pea. You put them in a grenade and then you launch them. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good. They're twisty. Yeah. They're like those Fritos, but they're made from peas instead of. Those are pretty good. I actually like those. I can eat those, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about the pea. Those are tasty. These are original flavor. And they're not really spicy. That The spicy ones? No. Yeah. Really. This is original flavor. For being an Asian snack that says spicy, I'm disappointed because that's American spicy right there. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have the spicy than the normal. The normal's fine, but... We went in the wrong order. Yeah. Because normal, I would have been like, this is pretty good, then spicy. And they made it better. And speaking of fake flavors... What I like is these look like uncooked, um, oh, rotatelli... Rotini. Rotini. Yeah, rotini pasta. But they taste, you know, they're light, they're... See, this is when you could prank someone. You put some of these and some rotini in a bowl, uncooked rotini, and then you just grab one, eat this, and watch people eat the rotini and hurt themselves. Because comedy is funny when people get hurt unwillingly. Apple gummies. All individually wrapped. Dang Apple gum. Let's try this apple gum. I think I've had these before. I... On the note of artificial flavors... This is how you do apple correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm. It smells like an apple, for sure. 
tastes like a fragrant apple. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then, last but not least, we've got pineapple versions of the same style of gummies. Do you have any pens? And some guy in a, a yellow suit. Apple. Pineapple. Apple pen pen pineapple. Or apple pen pen... Sure. I don't even... Re- the guy looks like one of the... Um, one of the... He looks like one of the most powerful guys on One Piece. Because one of the admirals wears the same clothes. But he has, like, laser powers. These are very powerful smell. They smell very pineapple-y. They smell like when you cut a pineapple. Once again, like I said, about artificial flavors, there's a good way and a bad. Mm-hmm. This is a good way. Mm. Yeah. Those are good gummies. Like good gummy. All right. Next week, I will try and remember to bring some of my snacks. I don't think Dan will partake of the bugs. They're crickets. Uh huh. Bacon, hickory flavored crickets. That was your, your okay. Main, your main takeaway from what they all is. tasted like rotting dirt. Mm. Like the seasoning wasn't powerful. You know how when you get a like. Um, Oh no, a cool ranch Dorito. Mm-hmm. You get so much flavor just popped into oh, your yeah. face. Meanwhile, almost like they're blasted with flavor. Flavor blasted. <laughs> Meanwhile, these crickets, there is like no flavor on them, and the crickets taste like decaying dirt and shame. Mm-hmm. Although the Chipotle ones were pretty good, but I had a bunch of other flavors going on. The Chipotle ones were actually gourmet food. Like, with a glass jar with, like, you know, these are designed to enhance the flavor of your authentic Mexican tacos. So you throw those in tacos? The Chipotle crickets? Because, I mean, they have cricket tacos. Like, in central and southern Mexico, they're pretty common. I mean, you know, they put put cactus in taco, and those are pretty good, too, if they're done right. You know my favorite thing? I have a grocery store by me that is a Mexican supermarket... I could hit on the way home from work. There is never any lines. There is the best produce, fresh tortillas, fresh tortilla chips, like a dozen types of in-house salsas, homemade guacamole in-house. The butcher block is a bunch of meats. Some of them are things like tongue and cheek and things like that. Then they have like the prepared meats that are ready to be cooked, but they're raw. Mm -hmm. You could get like beef al pastor, uh, pork al pastor. You could get all these different things ready cook, dirt cheap, so good a flavor. It's owned by the same company that owns H Mart, which is across the street from it. So it's like I can either get good fast Korean food or good fast Mexican or mix and match. It's almost like people had to create their own stores because other stores in the area <coughs> were not providing the type of cuisine that they wanted. Hey, it's called capitalism, John. Wow. That's what that was. Special shout out to the Kroger stores that are now charging you if you want to do um, cash back. I, I, no, I think it's all or, grocery stores are doing it. Like the Safeway ones I saw too. Like they have the little, there's a the little tag now at the bottom of their, their uh, pin machines where they're like. Hey, would you like cash back? You could get it for a small price of 50 cents. And it's like, it was free before you yeah. fucks. Yeah. Their whole logic, 
cashiers spend too much time giving cash back. And it's like, if I paid with cash, it'd take this more time for them to get my change. Because you're not doing cash back of like $7.26. It's, I want 20. 20. Give me a 20 bill. Yeah. Like, all you're asking for is straight up bills. No, I saw that recently. That's, yeah, another, another shitty revenue stream. But, you know, for. The worst thing? What I like is the little tag is right where you put in your card for chip reading, so that when you put your card in, you're going to put it in without paying attention. It covers that little tag entirely, so that if you ask for cash back, you're not even going to see it. Nope. Sneaky and dishonest. Be an educated consumer. Shop at, like, independent markets or H-Mart. H-Mart has, like, a huge, like, they're a huge chain. Good food. They also own, apparently, Campion, which is really good Mexican food. Shop at that type of place. Oh, I have to ask something, uh, Kevin. I just saw a news story this week related to where you used to live. Um, uh, apparently, there was a um, a fake robbery at the Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. A bunch of people tied up so that, in the end, the police come, and if you're a victim of a crime and you're not a... You know, you're not on a green card, a visa, or a citizen. You could get a special uh, victim of crime, like, green card equivalent. Yeah. And they tied up everyone in this place, called, like, triggered their alarm. Police showed up, also that a bunch of people could get a victim of crime, like, welcome pass. It was an orchestrated hoax. That was... I used to go that place. I know. That's why I wanted to bring mainly, it up. I thought that was hilarious. That the Mainly went there because Brie really liked them. The burgers were kind of unseasoned. The food I was mean, fine. It is was... fine. It's cheap, at least, also. Mm-hmm. However, their fries kind of sucked. It's just Orita crinkle cuts. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, you, if you're going to buy Orita stuff, you could buy better than their crinkle cuts. But yes, I had to bring that up because I heard that story this week, and I, and they showed as soon as they showed the picture of the business, I'm like, oh yeah, I know, I know that place. Yeah, it was right around the corner. Yeah, they served Bob's Burger and Teriyaki, teriyaki yeah. on Pack Highway. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're only like I think eight blocks from my house. Yep, like a five minute drive. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been one of those weird weeks. It has been a week. You had Extra Life last week. Congratulations, Kevin, for gaming for 25, 26 hours worth of... 28. 28? Yep. Too many hours. I went to 11 a.m. Too many hours of gaming. I played some really good games with that. Uh, Yeah. I also played the worst game, The Quiet Man. I played through the answered edition Uh just to get out of the way. I learned some important story facts that I was surprised by. Quiet Man Scholar Kevin is, has logged on. Dan, do you have any pressing questions about the Quiet Man that you need answered? No. Okay. Why are you asking me? Have you ever wondered... <laughs> I don't care about the Quiet Man. Um, the, have you ever wondered <laughs> if Cop Dad was and, actually his dad? I, I think he was his dad because they showed him in pictures. And when Vinny Caravella cracked the code before it got released. He, he was his dad. Yeah. And why did he have magic powers with the mask? Because that's like you the, had more questions. Should have just. I, I was led with that. I was just. I was trying to get you involved, Dan. I don't want anything to do with the quiet man. Sorry. Also, there is a lot more post post credits. There is more story. No. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the end, the quiet man, or as I call him, 
Leonardo DiCaprio from Growing Pains days. He kind of looks like Leonardo him. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, back then he was. like it. No. So he gets released from jail. They don't explain why he's in jail because. Okay. Oh no. In, Murder? Well, like everyone murdered everyone. He murdered people with his face and his. His, his dis- crow abilities? His disaffected look about everything. So when he got released from jail, sure. Cop Dad is there to meet him and he goes. But Cop Dad died at the end of Quiet Man. Surprise, you live. And he's there to meet him. He's like, hey, how about we go ahead and try for a second chance? Where's mom wife? Where's mom wife during all this? I don't know. She disappears after the end. She didn't show up. Like, just a real quick gets picked up from prison. Cop dad was hired by mom wife Mm -hmm. to kidnap her, which made no sense because when you got later on in it, she did not like cop dad. Mm -hmm. So why would she hire Cop Dad to kidnap her? Mom's dead parkour. <laughs> Mom's dead parkour. <laughs> Bree had to sit through the quiet man this time. Was great certain parts where most enemies, you just keep hitting the button mm-hmm. until you can do the Super Saiyan ability where the camera does yeah, like yeah. shifting mm-hmm. and then you hit the button more. Mm-hmm. Certain bosses, if you do that, they'll kill you. You have to wait for them to do a certain attack, dodge it, and then it'll go in slow motion and you can punch them. One of the bosses near the end, I kept, like, not move. Like, I'd get close to him and not do anything. He's like, Kevin, just kill him. Get this over with. We're almost done. Kill him. And it's like, I can't. He has to swing at me. Or else it won't work, and he's not punching at me. You gotta hit me first, because then it's self defense. <laughs> he wouldn't punch me. That game is horrible. Yeah, and you've played through it twice now. I have now played like about seven hours of that game. You're probably the biggest scholar of the Quiet Man. I am the Quiet Man yeah. specialist. Yeah. I also played the other worst game ever. You haven't heard this one for a long time. I, I saw your, your thing, Lunai Davitsky. Lunai Davitsky. Yeah, sure. I played through that again. Uh-huh. I beat it four times out of six. Sure. There's six ways to get back to the moon. Uh-huh. That game was complete fucking garbage. Yeah. I said I'd play it for like an hour, and I was having a hard time, like, finding what else to do because... Sometimes that happens. That game is fucking garbage. Yeah. Alright, so you've talked enough about crappy games. Give me your highlight of your extra live stream, Kevin. What was your most memorable moment? Okay, I'll give you some really good, really good games. Okay, here's one I did not know about previously. I don't know why I picked it up. It might have been a free Epic Game Store one. Uh GNOG. From from Double Fine. Uh It's puzzle boxes. Uh It's a lot of cool, like, whimsical puzzle boxes. I remember watching the quick look that the Giant Bomb guys did. Because it was, was it a PS, was it a VR game first, if I remember correctly? I could have sworn that that was why I didn't play it initially. Um, but yeah, that one, it looks cool. Yeah, a bunch of little puzzle boxes. It had a really good aesthetic to it, I remember. Really um, fun and whimsical. Kind of felt cartoonish yeah. in a good way. Almost felt along the lines of like the Katamari or Donut County type of, you know, very cartoon visuals. Yep. That game's really good. Another highlight, Palmyra Orphanage. Which was one of the six deadly frights for Giant Bomb this year. Uh-huh. Scared the shit out of Abby. Oh, that game. There were some points where Bree and I were like, just fuck off! Fuck you! Fuck you, kid! Fuck you! Yeah. 
That game was creepy. There are four different endings, and you know what's really cool? When you get one of the endings, it's pretty much a choice at the very end. There are two doors in front of you, a red door and a white door. And it's not like the door is red, but what energy is coming from it? Red evil or white glowy? And you go in, and it looks like there are two endings. There's actually four endings. So when you beat the game one way, if you continue, it'll just put you right back to that doorway choice, which is real cool. You don't need to play through anything to get more endings. And so when you um, get one ending, like it's different levels of the good ending, the good bad ending, the bad ending, and the bad good ending. So it's like... <clears throat> on Makes one sense. of big, he loved Big Brother. So there's four um, double plus good. There's like four kid ghosts. If you watch the Six Deadly Frights, it was the dolls. So there's like the drowned doll in the swimming pool yeah, and the hung doll. So those are kids that ends up the evil thing in there is your brother. So you're looking in the game for um, Kayo. Kai? I think it's Kai. Sure. You're looking for Kai, your brother. Ends up your brother is the evil ghost. And so, like, one of the endings is you go into the good ending and you put each doll into a bed. And by putting them in a bed, you're putting them to rest. A door opens, you go in the next room, and there's your psycho brother. And all the ghosts circle around him. And then he, um, like, the ghosts end up running out of the room and then you're free to leave that room and you leave the orphanage. And it goes like, you know, things have decreased in uh, spookiness. Somebody showed up at the orphanage. We don't know who it is. It'd be you. But whatever is causing this is still around, but its power has gone down. Or you could go ahead and let your brother stab you repeatedly. And eventually he gets tired of it and he realizes who you are and you leave together and you get the good, good ending. Sure. So like, there's hiddenness to uh-huh. the ending. So the bad ending, you could just go through and watch your brother torment the four kids. And you leave and it goes, things are getting worse. Or you could go in there and stab each of the, the kid ghosts. And things get worse, but not as much worse because your brother doesn't have anyone to torment. So he's just a bored ghost in an orphanage. It's a creepy fucking game. It's really good, though. Best child stabbing simulator ever. Best child murder since uh, Bioshock. You killed children? The little sisters. You can basically consume them instead of (laughs) curing them. Yeah, they gotta go. They're demon children. They must go. Affront to God. Other good games? I finally got the Yogg to actually stream correctly, because that one is very weird with how it streams. If you have your stream set up to be 1080, which is where I stream at... That game, even though it full screens, it's actually like a 480 game. So on OBS, it shows up as like a tiny little postage stamp, like a thumbnail at the top of the screen. I got that to work finally. Cool. That's a good game. Um, let's see. Uh, moon Hunters. I actually beat the game. I got the moon back. Cool. I never did that before. Congratulations. <clears throat> you have finished the hunt. <clears throat> I had to actually look up how to do it. Yeah, you looked up in the sky and you went, there's the moon. I found so, it. I, I, I was looking down the whole time. They, they, nobody ever said, look in the sky. Actually, somebody just pulls down their pants and you go, the moon. The moon. Yeah, I get it. 
actually it's a real weird code where the when the in the first area you start somebody is going to say something about you know we used to be able to pray to and it will say something like the silver sisters the bright mother or two other weird things and whatever those two are each one represents a cardinal direction so the final place is going to be maybe in the northeast corner of the map so you have to keep going northeast it makes no sense but somebody cracked the code and i used it also real good two-player game if you want something cool and quirky 39 days to mars it's two players at the same time kind of similar in vain to something like um lovers in dangerous space time where you're working together simultaneously in awkward ways except you're two british guys from the 1800s with bicycles and hopes and dreams to fly to Mars. Oh, yeah. That's <clears throat> it very much has like that, you know, early 1900 silent movie space travel type of feel, kind of like the Tonight Tonight video from the Smashing Pumpkins with the whole, like, the moon's a big smiling rock in the sky. It's made of cheese. And in between having to do things like, oh, dear, our plants for our greenhouse are taking over the spaceship. We should get rid of them. But first, I could use a proper scone. Then you have to work together to make a proper scone. And then you could figure out how to prune the plants. Or you might have to battle a space kraken. We lost to the space kraken. At which point we got in our escape module. Well, we got swallowed by the kraken. We got out of him in our escape module. Then you had to play essentially Lunar Lander. Two player though, where one person controlled the angle, one controlled the thruster, and you had to land on on Mars. And then I think we got like the the like good bad ending. Like we didn't keep our spaceship, but we did get to Mars in thirty nine days. Hence the name. Also played um, fun scientific or fun space equations. Another can make it in thirty nine days. What have we been doing the last forty years? British. They know what they're doing. They just need a scone and a cuppa. Stiff up a lift. Yeah, a bunch of coolies. <laughs> what? That's how they built the empire. <coughs> I didn't build it. I didn't take over India. Are you, are you saying that the British did <coughs> not get where they were through hard work and perseverance? Oh, they definitely had some hard work and perseverance. It was just... By other people? It was hard work. It was hard work <laughs> making other people do hard work. It's hard work making others persevere. Cracking that whip. Yeah. I mean, it's a still a job. Jerking that yoke. Gotta gotta be gotta have pride in your job. Love what you do, or love what the people who slave for you do for you. Also played um, some what the golf streamer challenge. That one's kind of hard. Yeah, especially like certain types of puzzles on it are way more harder than others. And Bree kept going. I just brute force my way through, and it's like you would die. You would die a lot. Also played, Bree finally played Donut County. It's a great game. That game's amazing. Yep. It feels good. That trash can raccoon. Um, I played Untitled uh, Goose Game. I had never played that previously. That game's a lot of fun. I, that's one of the ones I want to play next, I think. Yeah. I've heard some people complain that the controls are really bad. Giant bomb. They're different. Like, I've seen some people complain, you know, it's dumb that you have to hold, like, the uh, left trigger to lower your neck. 
And it's like, it's because you could interact with everything. And because of that, the only way you could try and sort through what you're interacting with, you move your head level. All I gotta say is, honk, fuck you. Fuck off, sorry, excuse me. Janbon's the only people who don't like that game. Didn't like that game, yeah. Actually, someone with Kotaku also had issues with it. I can't remember who, not whoever wrote the review for it, but somebody had comments on it. Yeah, It's a good game. Not every game is for everybody. The puzzles puzzles are interesting, but there's nothing unfair about them. And they're kind of fun when you fuck with, like, the little kid who's playing with his airplane, and you take his airplane, and you put it in the store so he has to buy it back. And then, after you do that, you take his airplane again, put it back in the store, and it's like, fuck you, kid. Although some games shouldn't be for anybody. No. Like what, Dan? I don't know. Super Mario Brothers. That's only for hardcore gamers. (laughs) No, Death Stranding's for the whole family. (laughs) Fun for the whole pa- family, with, <coughs> with as Ben likes to call them, your pee-pee and poo-poo grenades. Hey, sweat also. Don't forget the sweat. I don't use the poo-poo pee-pee grenades. <laughs> or your blood grenades. Oh, yeah, and the other game, of which I feel that Kotaku gave a very unfair impression of this game. I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking dating game. I might have said the name slightly wrong, Gita but... Gita Jackson did not like that game. She kept complaining that it was obviously too much of a commercial. And it's like, no shit it was. But it's silly as hell. It's like the KFC commercials where you have, like, um, Sean Austin being being Rudy mm-hmm. as Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Introducing wings during the game. Yeah. Or I, having Jason Alexander. Or Norm MacDonald. You know what? It's silly. Some people have strong feelings about specific genres, and if the genre isn't isn't doing what they want it to do, or the game isn't doing what they want it to do in the genre, they're going to have very vocal opinions <clears> about that. And I, I think Gita Jackson is very into visual novels, so she was she had a much different reaction uh, than you know the layman might when playing that. She'd probably get angry at the Seinfeld visual novel. That one was a real good one too. I played that Extra Life like two two or three years ago. What's with all these visual novels? He kept calling um, Elaine Sundare. That's pretty much like the women who go like, I fucking hate that guy, when really they're in love with them. Sundare. Okay. And he kept going, you know your problem, you're Sundare. And then she's like, no, no I'm not. And then Kramer found a giant mecha with uh, Newman in the back of a uh, male warehouse. So they activate the giant mecha. Yeah. Because that's what you do. I'll say the lamest part of Extra Life, even lamer than Lunai Davidsi or The Quiet Man, the DDoS attacks this year were worse than usual. Yeah, it was a pretty nasty DDoS attack on the... Of which, what the fuck? There is nothing controversial about this. people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, and And some people should... A very public-facing outlet... To attack, and they know a very specific time that they can attack. They're, you know, pe- people gonna be shitty on the internet, unfortunately. Um, they're just, what? And, and unfortunately, a, a, a large charity nonprofit probably does not have the resources to invest in high tech cybersecurity to prevent that sort of stuff from happening. Um, Although, at least on Brightside, they use Donor Drive for handling all of that. So, Donor Drive has at least more resources than, like, Extra Life would. But, yeah, it made it where people can donate. Um, like, I was trying to share the Facebook donation link because, at least through Facebook, it went through in a sort. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't until like close to one, all of a sudden, like donations start showing up. Cause until then it said I had $0 yeah, raise cause it's completely inaccessible. Afterwards, some people were charged multiple times if they tried putting donations yeah. in when the site was up but not working right. And luckily, Extra Life already reached out to all those people yeah. and said, like, hey, or reached out to everybody and said, if you were in this situation, don't worry. You're going to be refunded. We'll, we'll get you taken <clears throat> yeah. And then um, any donation that came in during that time, if there's any, like, name associated with it because the anonymity checkbox did not carry through, all of those were made anonymous. Uh, donations, some of them didn't show up until, like, Tuesday or Wednesday or yeah. even Thursday, which... It's unfortunate, but... At least on Brightside, no storm during Extra Life. Yeah. It's usually a storm weekend. Like, that one time Helmick was playing through Fester's Quest, yeah. and we lucked out that he's playing on your, your laptop, mm-hmm. so the battery saved us. Yep. No, didn't have to worry <clears> about power power. Because I thought we were screwed until you turned on TV, and it's like, oh... Yes! But, so far, good extra life. You raised several thousand dollars. 4,050 as of now. I'm going to do a little bit more, actually, on Monday. I I don't work. Bree does work. I'm thinking I'm just going... I'm going to stream stuff from, like, 6 or 7 a.m. until maybe 2 or 3 p.m. Just make sure you, you know, play play those uh, all those games celebrating <clears throat> the troops, because, you know, it's got to... Do it in remembrance of all the veterans. Actually, I was going to play a game. Oh, is that Monday? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't have work. You mean Armistice Day? Oh. Bastille Day. Day. What's Armistice Day? The actual holiday. What? What are you talking about? That's what November 11th. White man told me it's Veterans Day. Um, Other white man across the pond say that it's Armistice Day. (laughs) Yeah, those people are wrong because they're not American. (laughs) Fake news. We have a whole fucking day... (laughs) For fucking general veteran stuff. It's called Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Everybody grills and, and yeah. there's no football. But Lisa, what about the veterans? Don't they deserve a day? They already have a day. They have several. We should celebrate the end of World War One. Okay, let's do that then. And I'm Bart Simpson signing off. We now off. only officially call it Armistice Day on mm. this podcast. Or Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day? Now, now you're just confusing things. It's two different names. Or Remember November. I think we should celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, including our Thanksgiving as well. So okay. we have two Thanksgiving. double Thanksgivings. We did should we have, be did more we thankful. Miss Canadian Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, yeah, it's in October. Yeah, I was gonna say, but we're only a few weeks away from American Thanksgiving, which means I can gorge myself on turkey and stuffing and America given. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do? Thanks to those Indians for giving <clears throat> us a chance to wipe them all out, eh? Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum. <laughs> We're going to celebrate. Uh, I'm not part of this. Nope, Dan, Dan just walked back and away slowly. We're going to celebrate with Peruvian style turkey. Sure. Saw on food wishes uh-huh. on the YouTube channel. Okay. Chef John was like, uh-huh. "How about this month? This year, you try a Peruvian turkey." And it's like, sounds kind of good. It's a bunch of spices and shit, like just piled up on the outside and forms like almost a, sh- a candy shell of spices. I would still like to try a deep fried turkey one year to see if it's, you know, is it as good as the people have been praising it for these many years. However, I don't want to nearly, I don't want to have the possibility of a giant flash oil fire. Yourself. Yeah. Like oil fire. And yeah. You gotta have somebody do that for somebody you. who's experienced. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you know, um, 
I did. I know one year I did uh, uh, the the barbecue place around here, Dickies. They do Dickies. It's good. They do they do Thanksgiving dinner, so you can or holiday meals. So oh. I did a turkey one year with them, and they did a, sm- <clears throat> a smoked turkey with you know their sides and stuff. Um, that was good. That was really tasty. So they did a pr- very a smoked turkey is also another good one. You know a turkey that I like. I like it when it doesn't cry when you point out that committed genocide. Oh. Wow, that's that's uh, that's worldly. That's oh, woke. I'm just going to say this is the woke cast. I think the turkey should be our national bird. It's good enough for Benjamin Franklin. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Fucking eagle <clears throat> bullshit. Yeah, the eagles do anyway. Hmm. Turkeys fill us with laughter and food and tryptophan. <laughs> it's raining. He's drowning by looking up. Yeah. We, Although we have more interactions with turkeys than eagles. Also, turkeys. You know, you think eagles—they're kind of badass, right? They're they're raptors. They're they're ferocious. Have you ever been surrounded by a circle of wild turkeys? That shit will scare you. I have been. I think if I'm surrounded by anything, yeah, any kind of animal the, might be a little. I heard like grr, 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 and it's I coming from so all around me. Next thing I know, I look around. There's there's a turkey in front of me. And I look behind me. There's a turkey behind me. And there's a bunch of turkeys. At that point, I fucking ran. If I got surrounded by, like, a bunch of centipedes, like, completely surrounded, I'd be terrified. Well, they're creepy. Because I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Also, I've been bit by a centipede once. It's not happy. You're not happy at the end of it. Nobody's happy. A centipede isn't happy. They got mandibles. Centipede. And then they always try to just, like, kill your ship. And then their spider <clears throat> friends come along. And, and then they just move faster and faster the shorter they get. You think you have that killer shot? Uh-huh. Mushroom. In your way. Yeah. Yeah, it's not some bullshit where you get DDT canisters you can shoot and blow them up. Bald Eagle's not even one of the coolest eagles. What's the it's coolest like eagle? There's a lot guy? of other cool eagles. Uh-huh. The eagle in the Philippines that eats fucking monkeys, picks them up out of the tree and flies away. <laughs> Like the Nazgul and the yeah, Nazgul has one of the biggest wingspans. I think the biggest wingspan in of the of the raptors. You know what the worst eagle Extremely is? Extremely endangered, though, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what the worst eagle is, right? Joe Walsh. I mean, seriously, <laughs> center field, center field. I will not have you disparage center field here. Put have... me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to play today. Today. Look at me. Yeah, oh, can you the, see? The Filipino eagle is uh, evolved on an island. Usually predators on islands uh, don't have... Uh... The Philippine <clears> eagle, <throat> also known as the monkey-eating eagle. Yeah. Or <laughs> no shit about eagle. it. <laughs> There's no shits about that name. It's actually kind of a misnomer. It, it barely eats monkeys. But the, Only the fact that it's in the first fucking sentence of the Wikipedia yeah. entry. There's another one. It with... likes to pick them up and then and then let them drop to the ground and then eat them afterwards. There if, is if they do eat them. There is another one that has similar wingspan. The national bird. Yeah, I've seen them. It's pretty cool. Dude, if you had a monkey e- monkey eating eagle in your country, that becomes your national bird by default. Yeah, unfortunately, apex predators in on islands are not uh, really suited for humans messing everything up because they don't really have anywhere to go. Well, he's got a better head of hair than the, the U.S. eagle for sure. He's got like this wild, like yeah, he's got like a little little punk rock yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> he's got like the bed head going on. Like a mad scientist, almost. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Raptor, raptor. It is doing what I can. Asip, Asipitridae, endemic. Yeah, the eagle family. 
Yeah, it's literally found in one part of the Philippines, a heavily deforested region. It is considered the largest of the extant eagles in the in the world in terms of length and wing surface. Yeah, that's another thing about evolution, isn't it? Where like like apex predators on islands tend to either be kind of smaller than average or like much larger, Humongous, yeah. because like they don't have any other competitors, something like that. near on four major islands, Dan: Eastern Luzon, Samar, Leyte, L-E-Y-T-E. Is that did I say that right? And Mindanao. Yeah, it's mostly yeah. Mindanao now. Mindanao now. Yeah, they don't have much. <clears throat> anyway. There's also another one that looks really cool. Oh, They yeah. love those macaques. <laughs> Look up uh, Stellar's Sea Eagle. Oh, it's in this. It's, it's linked in here. Uh, they look like griffins. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of like neck and neck with like the monkey eating eagle like they're just barely tinier they almost got like the toucan bit yeah he almost has a toucan bill looks pretty cool like they look so crazy and they're located in hokkaido japan also known as oh. the harpy eagle that's a big eagle and you know what yeah, fuck our, the bald eagle our bald eagle just looks like a bald dude you know why we have it? Because all of the founding fathers had the powdered wigs, only, and they're like, look, it looks like me. The only eagle that we should be embracing <clears throat> is Sam the Eagle from the Muppet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else would be a <coughs> bird, but I don't know. Albatros? Isn't that, isn't that, uni- isn't that uni- unique to the North America or United States? I don't know. How about the pigeon? They're just shitty flying rats. They're <laughs> like the U.S. <laughs> The pigeon is America as a bird. There was a bunch of birds in Hawaii, but then they all disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds, uh... That's what you learn as a little kid about when you start learning about your Hawaiiana classes. It's just like, there were hundreds of birds before, endemic to only Hawaii. And then the whole native Hawaiians came and a lot of them died. And then the Europeans came and a lot more died. Oh, (laughs) should we just not go anywhere? (laughs) Should we just be only in New York City? Just make Mega City One. City that stretches Block from more. Washington, D.C. to New York City. Somehow we have gotten from Eagles to Comic to Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Played by Carl Urban in the good version of the character. How dare you. Hey! How <coughs> hey. dare you. Hey! As you hey. have told me about other movies, Dan, I enjoy Judge Dredd. It how, is a terrible movie. How Sylvester Stallone is not a good actor. How dare you? He is our Judge Dredd. Actor. <laughs> how dare you? He has made good movies. How dare you? I watched Creed 1. He was excellent in that. Yes. I feel like he should have gotten a nomination. Or maybe he didn't. He's an Academy Award winner. Yes. Rocky. Yeah. That's so. a real good movie. Hey, that man has an Oscar. You know what? That's more than you can say about... Did he Some people. I don't know about acting, but he did get for like best screenplay, best director, best movie. I think that year. Yeah, like he did get recognition for it. Odds with the rest of his work, huh? Yeah, like something that was even at odds with the rest of the Rocky franchise, because like Rocky One was like. Almost like an art house He's flick like in a lot of, of ways. He's the king of those because, like, First Blood is a very different movie from Rambo's. <laughs> Don't forget, coming up, Last Blood. That's already out. That came out. It did. I believe so. Nobody watched the movie. Before. No, he didn't win. He got nominated. Okay. Oh. For best actor and best original screenplay, he deserved it for that. For 1977. Like, I'm not. I'm not the biggest sports movie fan. 
it's well, what a else, beautiful what, what movie. Move, what, what won in actor and screenplay <clears throat> that year? I'm trying to find that out as we sit here hurtling towards oblivion. John Stark. I'm just going to fade Dark away John. into Bolivian. Dark John. <clears throat> the internet is letting us down. I just I have to find it. <laughs> Kevin said that all the all day. I turn on my phone when I wake up and I look at it and I go, the internet is letting us down. <laughs> is that the internet or just the U.S.? No, it's definitely the internet. Not saying that the U.S. can't let you down either, but it's definitely the internet. So it did win Best Picture, Rocky. Oh, good, good. Oh, but he's not, he's only, it, they list the producers for that. Um,. Yeah. The Producers was a good movie. Peter Finch for Network won Best Actor that year. Oh, um, okay. Although, also in that category that year was uh, Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver. That's, um, that should have won also. That's a, that's a pretty stacked Rocky, year. yeah, Rocky, Taxi Driver, and Network, all three of those. Uh, another person from Network was also nominated <clears> for Best Actor. So, And then Faye Dunaway for, won for Best Actress. And then Screenplay is what we were looking for. Uh, yep. Oh, <laughs> oh, based on no, that's the based on material, not the best original screen. To where's that one? Where is that? Oh, there it is. Uh, Network won it as well for that one. Instead, and Rocky was nominated. Was Taxi Driver nominated? No. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, that wasn't even in the running in either because it, it wasn't in the original or the uh, adapted screenplays. Adapted you know why? That year was uh, all the President's Men. They're probably like. We're not going to nominate this because it's going to lead somebody who is obsessed with Jodie Foster, who is like a little girl, to like try and kill a president because fuck. And he was nominated for Creed um, for Best <clears throat> Supporting Act. Um, who was he up against for that Supporting Act? Oh, it was, uh, let's see, <clears throat> it was him, Mark Ruffalo from Spotlight, Tom Hardy from The Revenant, Christian Bale in The Big Short, and the winner was... Mark Rylance from Breach of Spy. Oh, I tried to watch that movie. I turned it off after 20 minutes. It was so boring. Yeah. It was like, oh. You know what wasn't boring? I was, I was on a plane, so I didn't have anything else to do. I would <clears> rather <throat> just stare at nothing. Sleep or stare at nothing than I'd watch. I'd say that the movie couldn't have been good, but it was definitely not feeling it at that time. You know what wasn't boring? His Dark Materials. Yes, yeah. that premiered on Monday. Yeah, it was pretty US. cool. That show was pretty good. Yeah, it's only one episode. Although, how it showed the... It's not one of the big questions. Right now. Remember, one of the big we'll questions. What would it look like, the talking of the demons? Yeah, and they it did it right away. Good. They did yeah. it right away. They weren't shying away. I, it was getting worse though, because yeah. they kept showing teaser, new teasers even during the Watchmen, and they were still not fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What the heck?" But like, within thirty like, seconds in, yeah, yeah, within like, like a minute, they're just oh, like, "Oh, here's they God. talking." I was like, okay, fine. Also, move in, on. it's interesting that they brought in like stuff from like. Not that trilogy. That's what Dan was telling me about. Because that, that opening yeah. scene is from like his companion book. I didn't even know that that was considered a, a sequel, and he made the second book already of the new trilogy, which takes place after the original. Trilogy. Yeah, and there's, it, yeah. it just came out. I, I, well, the, the, yeah, because I, I mentioned. I don't. I asked Dan. I was like, uh, did, did they ever mention the the flood, the Great Flood, at any point during the books? Because I don't remember that specifically. Um, so yeah, hearing that that's from supplemental books is kind of cool. So and it's looking interesting since by bringing that in, it seems they're going entirely like chronologically in order. So 
are they going to bring in stuff from, like, the second book? Cause, yeah, probably. Because, like, Will, his stuff overlaps with Lyra for yeah, some parts. I mean, he's he's literally <clears throat> in the credits. You can see him walking in the credits with her through the multiverse, the, the title credit. So, Man, yeah, this, this is maybe. being done in ways that I did not expect. I'd like to see, yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see, um, what is it, Sidagazi, where... Like, Will is, like, in that weird, like, alternate future where, like, oh, everything's yeah. just fucking dead or something. Yeah. Like that. And he's, like, hiding and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. There's, oh, man. I mean, I want to see the wheeled fucking horse, thin horse guys. The elephant They better unicorn. not fucking skimp on that. They better just, just do it exactly. The unicycle elephants. It in the fucking book. Oh, I want it to I be as weird. I want it to Giant be as coke weird. nails yeah. that pound into I want me. it to axles. be as weird as possible. Oh, and the whole, the, that world of the dead, like, yeah. crossing over and how they showed that dust photo of the city in the sky. Yeah. Exactly that was really fucking exactly good. It's, Man, it was a very good first impression. I am very excited to see where it goes. That's how you start a series. Yeah. That's how you do a first episode. Yeah, well, it's pretty good for I mean, an ad, for an adaptation. Yeah, <clears throat> which is interesting because this is you know this is an adaptation of those works, whereas the Watchmen is kind of going the completely different direction and just continue a, is a continuation of the original work. So. Of which Gene Smart in that was so good. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess fuck. the only thing for his Dark Materials, I wish that they just they just added all of the. Like, why not? Dan, just want, Dan wanted a menagerie on screen. Well, it's oh, just weird with Dan. sometimes they... I mean, sometimes it's very noticeable. It's not even just people in the background. Like, it's literally somebody they're interacting with, and you and you don't see it. And I get it, but... CGI like, is expensive. Like most of those people, like, in the first episode, most of their demons are dogs. If you're a servant, usually you're a dog. Like, I have a dog. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're bound to just be that, but... Could mean you're loyal. Yeah, it could mean you're loyal, or maybe you just enjoy, you know... Treats. Maybe you want a bony. You enjoy physical making people labor, happy. Physical <laughs> labor or something like that. Whatever. I mean... The, could be like, you know, Kevin, you <laughs> want a bony? It's also want a problematic bony? anyway, but whatever. <laughs> but, like, I mean, yeah, just... I don't know. Just have a bunch of dogs on set. I don't, I don't understand. On that fucking golden monkey. Oh, yeah, he's terrifying. Yep. He looks a lot better than in the movie, because I... <laughs> Recently saw a picture where somebody compared them and it's just like, oh yeah, this is much better. Also, it's nice to have a uh, Mrs. Coulter who seems like she gives a shit in, in, yeah. in, in that movie. Like, I heard somebody mention the fact that they thought she was, Nicole Kidman was good in that. She was phoning that in. I, I probably relatively, I mean... Of all the of all the parts that are bad in that movie, like she's probably one of the better parts. Her and Lee Scoresby, yeah, are probably like the better parts. Ava Green could care less. Daniel Craig could care less because he doesn't seem to care. He about doesn't care about shit. Like, um, he asks, "Did the check clear?" And then he goes, "Yeah." Except when there was like a good tidbit of him this week or something about like him standing for up for somebody. Oh, right. somebody asked like a really sexist question. I don't oh, know yeah. what it was about the new Bond movie. Yeah, and he just like fuck you. Yeah, yeah, basically like oh, asking you know, about his co-star. Star, yeah. yeah, I was like, was it like basically like oh you know like do you think she has enough chops to be like a woman like action thing and he's just like fuck you yeah like he basically <laughs> that's good at least, you know yeah i don't think he's a bad person no no i just no. think that he's on autopilot sometimes Sometime, yeah i actually for the most part i think that's just kind of his <clears throat> demeanor yeah and that's that's kind of what he's always been yeah. other than like road to perdition he seems very very uh like he's kind of a cold dude well just on like 
he doesn't command present in like the room like a lot of some actors do. He just, he's just a cult. He's just not really like warm. Yeah, I don't think so. I think yeah, that's why he was really cool as Bond when the movies were good because it's like you kind of want that cool cult Bond. Him in Casino Royale was yeah, really good. It's just that when the Bond movies <clears throat> are bad, then they not, tried to they tried to get not like at least Pierce Brosnan was fun. Yes. Whereas Daniel Craig is just deadly serious the yeah, whole time. And when he's like, deadly serious in a bad movie, it looks like he's phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's the other thing, is James McAvoy playing that role. Yeah, I he, was... I he was, has two modes of acting that I've seen. I I realized this after I read a comment on, I think it's Kotaku or uh, Gizmodo. Somebody had a comment about, you know, the problem with uh, McAvoy is if he loves a role, you could tell it and he is going to act the fuck out of it. But if he doesn't like it, you could tell he doesn't like it because he goes full on like... That Daniel Craig, like, phoning it in. He likes this role. Oh, yeah, he's, like, actually a fan. Yeah, he he loves the books. Yeah, yeah he's, he was, <clears throat> was kind of, like, I mean, outside of Lin, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's he's the second biggest question mark of the casting. I'm wondering, though, how menacing can he look, because he hasn't I, had a chance to do I, the full menacing. I feel like he does the presence menacing, where, like, I mean... I mean Although, thinking about Split, Split... Yeah, so even though did, that movie wasn't, like, or those movies aren't great, he's really, like... Yeah, he's not he's not <clears throat> physically menacing, he's more kind of, like... Psychologically? because, like, yeah, like, how he was talking to those scholars in the room, mm-hmm. and basically, like, who's gonna be against me? Yeah. Like, he didn't even ask who's gonna be with me. No. The, like, he oh, asked, like, who's gonna be against me? There was one Who line there to come up yeah. against me. Like there was one line he said though that just yeah. everyone's special. special. <laughs> it's like what? Where is this from? The I don't remember no, that at all. Don't say that. But sure, I don't. But the way he said it was definitely not ah, like the. It was. It's. It's a meme now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, like, 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 it's like a picture of the of, of the boy going like. She's special, and then like, and then like, it's the um, the SpongeBob SquarePants like um, font of the you know where it's like, like where you just repeat what somebody says, but like in kind of like alternating capital letters. I have just to say, like, that. everyone is special. <laughs> I, I I do appreciate it when he even goes for it in a bad movie. Like you can def- like Wanted is not a great movie, but it seems like he really goes for it in that. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, you know, I'm very excited to see where this goes and wonder, you know, I'm hoping that first season actually has a, a sufficient conclusion, unlike that movie, which had oh, yeah, and slightly off from the end of the book. I mean, the, the other, I mean, the only other things I, I worry about is one, how, again, Lee Manuel Miranda is going to be. Yeah, that's the only big question mark at this point. I mean, when I think about Texan Cowboy... I don't think not, of him. I don't think of him. Because, again, Puerto kind Rican of like... from New York? It's not even Musical that. Puerto Rican it's from not even New York. That. Yeah, it's like he's just not that character. He's not a phys- big physical guy, or he doesn't seem like a guy who's worked with his hands much. I mean, that might be... Uh, 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 unfair thing, yeah, yeah. but at least the the person that he looks you. like yeah. on screen, he just does not seem like a guy who flies. He, he has flies impossible shoes to fill because of the first. Guy I, I mean, got. you could just get any rough and tumble like Marlboro Man looking sure. guy. That's basically what it is because it's a British guy's vision of what an American cowboy they should, would look they should like. They should have gotten uh, what's his name from Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, the 
I can't remember his name now. Which guy? The other FBI agent. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Damn, rough and tumble dude who, you know. Oh, yeah, the big guy. Yeah, yeah I forgot what his name is. The, his name was... was he, wasn't he Robert Paulson? Yes, yeah. Robert Paulson yeah. from... No, he was the one who said his name was Robert yeah, Paulson. His name was, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the Fight Club guy. Who's... I was going to say, he's Meatloaf? Yeah. <laughs> get Meatloaf as a lead. It's like, I'm just going to be quiet. I don't know. Get, meatloaf is get, mine hunter. Get Meatloaf as a lead. That's what I want. But you I, want that kind of like, that kind of salty, like... Yeah, whole... I mean, salty dude. I mean, you know. Who like, ex- I mean, there's a reason why in The in the Preacher, John Wayne is, is the, the <clears throat> Jesse Custer's... Like vision of a of a tough guy because that's a British man writing about Americana yeah. stuff. So you need the stereotypical cowboy. At and the, Sam Elliott was the stereotypical cowboy. At the so, very least, I picture someone older than Miranda. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's well, too, Miranda that too, looks with a little on his face. Yeah, he looks a little young for being this knowledgeable, worldly person. But that's that's fine. You know, whatever. It'll probably be okay. I mean, the only other thing that I I hope. That they really steer into like what that what makes that that story unique is the is the organized religion stuff because one that's how they steered away from it in the movies. Although they, they did already a, approach looking yeah, churchwide. Yeah, they have they have some some of that stuff, and I understand that they're not going to call it the Catholic Church because fine, you know, it's like okay, we don't need to make more controversial than it is. But like you know, there's a difference between being like anti-government controlled and anti-religion, and yeah. kind of the or anti-organized religion, mm-hmm. I'd say, at the very least. And that's really like a core of that book, not just anti-authority. Yeah. And Anti-theocracy. Speaking, speaking of authority, I mean, spoilers, spoilers, I wonder how they're going to make that look. Yeah, yeah. Because the, that, the whole last half of the last book. Spoilers, skip ahead 30 seconds. The <laughs> authority, meaning God, is actually in the book, and he little, dies. Little capsule really, pod yeah, withered like up super thing. anime frail guy. So that actually happens on in the book, in the pages. Like, that's not somebody saying something about that. In fact, you meet that, the authority. That whole... Will, will, uh, will, will they have the balls to kill God in... The whole last book. I want to know how they could do the whole of the yeah, last book. The last book is fucking Between nuts. the coke nail unicycle elephants and the authority. And actually long periods where like nothing kind of happened. Because, yeah. like Lara and Will are like kind of just in a couple of places. And then of course like, going going to hell or there's a lot crossing of, the river Styx. There's a lot of battle scenes in that. Like, like a lot of shooting. It's going to be crazy. And they actually did call the Tartars Tartars which yep. is also kind of problematic so I wonder... What they're gonna make them look like? Because they're kind of vaguely East Asian they, or I mean, Central Asian guys. They looked like they, I mean, the movie did get. I think they got the look of them pretty. Yeah. Decent. So I wonder what that's so. gonna look like. I like that the Egyptians are are multicultural, more, are, are updated and modern. Yeah, it's not just Romani. Yeah, John Fa. Yeah, John Fa is is a black man. I mean, he looks like <clears throat> if John Fa was a black man, that's what I would picture yeah. in my head. He had the same look and stance. Like that guy was pretty good. It's kind of funny that um, what's what's the other guy's name? Something Cordum. The, his uh, his right hand. I thought yeah. that was John Fa from all of the previews, and then and then I was like, oh hey, it's John. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, that's his. It's oh, <laughs> it's good. Looks good. 
Yeah, that and Watchmen. I mean, two really good shows. HBO right is kind of yeah, killing HBO it. Is pretty good. Yeah, Watchmen. Watchmen is just fucking. That third really episode good. was so good. Like, yeah, was, I, I, I thought first episode was amazing, and then second episode was like really, really good again. And then like introducing then, Gene Smart in that role. Yeah, yeah. And then, my yeah. favorite part was after the the bombing when she goes in the crypt and gives that whole long talk. Yeah, and then Sister thinking, Knight just goes. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. Like, King is fucking living it up. Oh, and, sh- and Gene Smart, like, the reveal of, the realization of who she is yeah. was such a, like, really, a really well done scene that just really, like... It's real cinema. Yeah. I, I like... I like... It's almost like they, they, they're using the medium of, of the uh, the show to tell the story and not just what the actors are saying. Oh. They're using the whole space. Oh, wow. I kind of like that framing of the whole episode with her telling the joke to... Yeah, to Dr. Manhattan <laughs> on the other end of a... I like that whole... The, the joke that failed was the actual joke. Yep. Yeah. Man, that show is so good. I'm... I, I... I did not expect I would... I didn't know what I was going to get from the Watchmen, tell the truth. I had no idea what exactly it would be. I did not expect this, and this is so much better than I thought it could have been. Yeah, definitely. Like, a lot better than yeah. I I didn't know whether like, they're excited doing about a, it just to see what they would do. Yeah, but it was more of a curiosity, and then it's like, okay, well, this is actually pretty good. This is kind of yeah the whoever, peak. Whoever is in is writing this like is like, oh, well, we can tell an interesting story. And in isn't yeah, it primarily Lindelof who's writing even, it? I don't know. Because even like thinking about like the setup of it, like I was like, really Tulsa, Oklahoma, like who gives a fuck? And then you finally it? get like a reason why, like with this, like the yeah, with, the recent I mean, episode, like yeah. Like, no, it's totally fine. It's great. And yeah, also, like I mean, yeah, it's they're thinking not like how everyone would think it should be, and that's what's making it so good. They're going in this completely different direction. I mean, and you know, the the the, the only silly part was the the Winkin or the thing that they thought they were so coy about, and then they kind of made it a reveal with like, oh, you know, Jeremy Irons, yeah. he's Ozymandias. Well, see, that's the other thing. I wonder how I I wonder how anybody who doesn't know if you don't know anything about Watchmen, like not even seen like the the, the movie, yeah, like how do, you, how do you even watch this? Yeah, because like I that's that's if there's a thing that I would criticize of. Granted, I can't think about that in that way because I I don't we don't like, have I don't movie. know how you even follow half of that stuff. What see if I didn't know the movie and the comic? Here's first thing I'd be wondering is like what the fuck is with Rorschach masks? Like what? Because like those have been from the beginning, and it's like yeah they haven't they really, never say they don't anything. Really explain a lot of like stuff. when they talk about Rorschach one time, they're like. Is in that uh, FBI meeting, yep. and he's like, "No one gives a fuck about Rorschach." What is it? The eighties? Yeah. Fuck off with that. Yeah. yeah so there's, yeah, it's kind of weird, but that's fine. It's fine with me. I don't give a fuck. At least Vite they explained, <laughs> you know, all oh, the millennial clock. Vite made that, and it's like, okay, he's some sort of rich, like genius inventor. He's Bill Gates. I had no idea. So, I watched Sleepy Hollow, uh-huh. the first season of which was actually really good. Oh, okay. The Fox show Sleepy Hollow. Sure. I had no idea that the guy who played Ichabod, who was like a rough, rugged, but gentleman. He was a colonialist who was a rough and rugged gentleman. Is that wussy butler guy. I could not recognize him. Yeah. 
Like, that one blew me away. It's good. I'm, it's I'm very good. excited to see where it goes. Um, and then, so what are we on? Episode... That was episode... Three. Three. And did they say... I forget if it's eight or ten episodes this season. I think it's so, eight. So, yeah. It's, yeah, a lot of things are doing eight now on. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it goes rather short than... Yes. Like having the drawn out pointless yeah. episodes of a Netflix 13 episode Marvel show. I'm still excited about Netflix stuff though, because The Crown is uh, next weekend, I think. Next Sunday? I've, yeah. I've become addicted to the end of the fucking world. That's, I, I, I know the show you're talking about. It's, it's based off a visual novel. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about it. It's a very interesting show. It's. Really subversive British humor type of stuff. Dark British humor. And they finally had the second season come out. I want the next season of Sex Education. That show is good. Gillian Anderson as a hot mom is always worthwhile. Plus, the show's name, The End of the Fucking World. Mm -hmm. Like, they swear in the title. That shows that it's like, it's not for kids. Oh, no. This is not your your dad's. TV show. Anyways. <sighs> so, since we last met, I have finished The Outer Worlds. I have not come close to finishing because... You had extra I, life. Also, I'm, I only have like an hour or two play per yeah, night. Yeah. I am on Not Terra 1, uh-huh. Monarch. Okay. I have gotten to the point... I'm imagining Dan's probably ahead of me. I'm almost at the end. Okay. I think if I could play, like, maybe 20 more minutes, I'd probably be finished. So, I'm on Monarch. I am still going up to the the information broker. Right now, I am uh, doing the mission that you get on... Oh, the big ship. Groundbreaker. Groundbreaker. The mission you get from the trade person there who says... You know, somebody had a shipment and all of that, and find the password, talk to what's her face, and then get the the gas hull. Yeah, the the the, the whatever Halene yeah. gas or what. House. I'm in that place right now. Cool. I have done quite a few side quests. Yeah. Like I am pretty much doing all the side quests before I do like anything because it seems certain things in the world change if you like finish up main quest stuff at least to small amounts. So. Well, take care of those. Yeah. I have all but one party member. Hmm. I have the doctor, Skippy. I forget his name. The Felix. Felix. Mm-hmm. I call him Skippy. He's too excitable. Hey, he's just, he just he wants to get out in the world and do stuff. I have, of course, the, the preacher man. Yeah, Vicar Max. I've got... Um, Parvati. Who is always with me because... Parvati. Parvati. There's a V. Yeah, Parvati. That's what I said. You're saying Parvati. Is it Pavrati? I thought it was Parvati. I think the I I'm I thought the R was after the V. You could could be right. Is it Kevin? Parvati. So the the V it's Vati. Parvati. Oh, okay. Like par for the course. Vati is the enemy from a Zelda game. Yeah, it's Pavarotti. Because uh, I thought she had the same name as the Patil sisters in Harry Potter. That's what I was. Where I was correlating. Same universe as Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Parvati and, and her sister. 
Great. Padma. And then, of course, I have the big robot, Sam. No, it can't be, because she she identifies as, as non-straight yeah, yeah. in the in the actual canon, yes. so that's not Harry Potter. It's only afterwards, when the <clears throat> author decides uh, to have interviews, that, that anybody's that actually gay. gay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they're actually gay. Dumbledore's so gay. very diverse. He was gay the whole it's time. Like, fuck off. Uh, Dumbledore's dead. I'm glad you made Well, he's things. gay in death. I'm glad After he died, he wanted that dick. Glad you made all of these things, and I'm happy that they were successful. Just don't fuck off. Just don't yeah, keep talking stop about talking it. talking already. <laughs> Jesus. Just let the work live. Yeah, just hey. let it live. Everybody loved it. Yep. Before you started talking about it. And you gotta make it messy. <laughs> Good yeah, news, they're making it. another magical creatures in where to find well, them. yeah, you have to find out what happens to Johnny Depp. After he beats up somebody? After he his, oh. his wife. <laughs> um, hey, has somebody watched that second, that, that Crimes of Grindelwald movie? I heard it's. It's. Uh, I heard it's non-memorable. It's yeah. It's it's like it's like the it's like the 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 average Harry Potter movies. It's it's a bummer too because it's like, like Chamber of Secrets. Do you even remember anything that happened in Chamber of Secrets? Actually, that one I do. I remember there's the smarmy defense against dark arts teacher. The the you read by Gilderoy book. Lockhart. Yeah. Played by Kenneth Branagh. I remember there's a basilisk. <laughs> there is a basilisk. That's just a giant it's snake. A snake, it's not a basilisk. Yeah, but that's from the fucking book. And you, <laughs> and you stab the book with the I do tooth. believe we get introduced to Moaning Myrtle in that book for the first time in the movie. Those are plot points from the book. You don't. I never read the book. There's nothing memorable about the movie. There's nothing memorable just the book. about how like those. Well, there's nothing memorable that how any of that stuff looks. No. It looks. I mean, there. Like I could show you a scene, and you would you, you wouldn't be able to distinguish between the first two movies. Like if there's no if there's no plot points, like they look exactly the same. Like I remember, no, I remember, like they they put a sock in a book, and then were, and then like you mean a book he, in a sock. No, put a sock in the oh, book, yeah. and then he Lucius is like, "Fuck you, Dobby, you fuck!" and throws the book at me. He's like, "You gave me clothes. I'm free." And Lucius is like, "Harry Potter." Now he's about to murder that kid. He literally started the killing curse, and then Dobby stopped him from killing. Yeah, and Dobby's Dobby. like, actually, I'm the most badass wizard there is. Bam. Yeah, there, there's no fucking consequences for any of the bad guys. All the white people get away with whatever they want. But they're all white, John. <laughs> Come on. Now. Also, Harry lost all of his bones there's one when he broke black his bones. Wizard. Uh-huh. He's barely in the books, and that's about it. <laughs> The two non-white white kids that you kind of know about, well, actually three. So two of them are twins, so they might as well be the same person because they don't have a different personality. Mm-hmm. Then there's Charlie in the books, and then Cho is promptly forgotten. <laughs> You're forgetting about poor, poor Harry Dean Thomas. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. The black kid. Yeah. It's barely in the books. <laughs> Kingsley Shackleford. Yeah, that's why I said there's like one black wizard. He's barely in it. He seems cool. Yeah. There's nothing black about him other no. than that it's like he's black. <laughs> I don't know. You just see Dumbledore's got style. Sure. I wonder if that's even in the... I don't know. All I know is Those last books I reading really when they announced on... Um, anyway. On, <laughs> yes, on io9 when they had an article about there's going to be a third, you know, magical creatures or whatever. The comments in the Kinja was all about... I I saw the second one. I honestly do not remember a single moment from it. It's it's a bummer too because you know Jude Law. Jude Law plays Dumbledore, a young Dumbledore, and he seems like he gives a shit. 
But unfortunately, they're just not like. Yeah, and Johnny Depp's just not a good actor. He just does this. He he's does, wacky. He does one thing. Ever since Pirates, he does one thing. And he's just kind of wacky. This is a more sinister version of Jack Sparrow yeah, that that's, doesn't that's have the weird affectation. That's all it is. I mean, this is, you, watch, you watch the Willy Wonka movie, it's, he's basically oh. doing Jack Sparrow. Oh, you watch the Alice in Wonderland movie, he's basically doing the Jack it's, Sparrow. It's Jack Sparrow plus. So, like, <laughs> in minus. Willy Wonka, it's Jack Sparrow plus childlike. I saw both of those stupid Alice in Wonderland movies in the theater. Oh, the, the how second is, one. How bad's the second one? Oh, it's fucking terrible. Like I was because that first one not good either. Yeah, I saw no, the, the second one was really bad. As in, like, like w- while you're watching it, you're like, I could be doing anything. Anything else? Right yeah, now. it's 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 a movie that like is totally like a waste of your time. Like, there's just n- nothing happens of any consequence. It just kind of goes through the beats. Like, it's just like, I would rather read the synopsis. Like, that's more exciting. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for this movie to exist. But anyway, it's not real cinema. Anyway, so Outer, Outer World. Outer World is a... a no, no, you, that's based on literature of sorts. Uh, it's not a Marvel movie. That's not real cinema. Let's not get into that. If you get angry at people not liking your movies, you have to... The movies you like, you have to realize you might not like the same thing as them. Mm-hmm. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's keep yours clean. And keep yours clean. And most of them stink. Keep them kind of contained. We won't don't want to directly look into your opinion. Just like your asshole. So yeah. So Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is a is a game that I think we've all I enjoyed. Quite it's a, a, game. It's a game. Wow, Dan's Dan's just it's a game now. It's a game. It is a game. Is it a game you are glad to be <clears throat> almost done with? Yes. That I, makes it sound like, are you glad you're almost free from this shit? I mean, honestly, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh... So, okay, so I love a lot about this game, mm-hmm. and, like, I, this is a lot of stuff that I wish was in, like, um, that I hope is in the next Fallout, or these types of... Fallout 76, this, Season 2. This type of game, right? Because I like a lot of the mechanical stuff that they did with, like, uh... How the skills work and having more passes. stats, having more effects in things that yeah. are not directly that. I like all of that skill. stuff. I like their commitment to that you can really talk your way out of a lot of situations if you yeah. act that way, and that um, those skills come up a lot rather than just like once in a while. Oh my god, like, Fallout! Yeah. Remember Fallout Four? Like you're... that was a better <clears throat> version because like Fallout Three, barely you barely got to do. Yeah, in those games, it was always an oh look at this little tidbit here. I get to actually use something in this dialogue tree that I don't ever get to use. Really. Well, and then what they also do that I like is that sometimes they'll make some like a like a conversation thing a pass like really easy they'll be like lie one yeah because it's just a lie like you're just you're just it doesn't actually affect anything you're not changing their worldview yeah you're not actually changing the the conversation you're just kind of role-playing and i like a lot of that stuff like just extra stuff that doesn't exactly matter but at least you get an idea of what your character is like how you want to play them and stuff i also like the banter between your companions oh yeah when you're just walking along Oh, yeah. The companions are the best part of that. Uh, of that, yeah. I would never take those perks of you talk better without your companions. You are so much they're better a, without them. Bu- yeah, there's a bunch of skills in that. They're like you do these things. You better could go so well. Well, that's, that's another thing. Like in these types of games, I 
hate having companions. I only, I would only in Fallout Four, in Fallout Three, never use companions. In Skyrim, never brought anybody. I hated having those people having to run around and die. Oh, the worst was when they ran in your way. Like in Skyrim, if you dealt the final blow to your companion, they died for good. Yeah, and then and then like in Fallout Four, I only did it because they just had added capacity. Yeah, like you know, and then I like how they do the added capacity that I like. For this one, like I mean, even the guys that I don't, the the companions I don't like, like that much. Like I actually like having them around because one, they're really useful in fights, and two, like I mean, they make them useful, and they and the NPCs actually talk to them. I mean, in Skyrim, granted that was like a long time ago, but but even in Fallout Four, like you're unless you were doing the companion quest, your your guys would never pipe up. Like when you first get to, um, how far are you in the Monarch? Are you past the first the first town, or at least like you went through the first town? So I'm all the way at the uh, whatever gas. So okay. I went to yeah, first yeah. town, so the iconoclast, yeah, and then so the like, comfort in, town. Even in Stellar Bay, like there's so many people that are really into tossball that I really wished I brought Felix with me because really into tossball, and he would have probably had yeah, he would have had a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff to say, and like like I like them piping up a lot. And sometimes they just have whole conversations. Well, it's like it's like you mentioned you mentioned having Max with you when you went through the iconoclast stuff, and I felt that t- tinge of regret when I didn't bring <coughs> him along. With oh yeah, he's great in the iconoclast so. stuff because he just he's just he has this whole conversation with that Graham guy just 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 them two yeah and and then like I actually kept picking the option stay silent because uh-huh. I was just like all right you guys, cool. are, yeah, yeah. you guys are being bullshit at each yeah, other yeah. you can go be bullshit existential bullshit against each other that's cool so it's really cool like that's that's a lot of cool stuff the stuff that like the stuff that I that like grinds your gears grinds my gears is is stuff that you know I think like more time and more budget would yeah. really happen because like I I played I've been playing that game on hard from the beginning and granted it was a little hard in the beginning and then around middle of monarch I just kept I was going through guys like nothing <clears throat> and you get so much ammo and so like at first like I was like oh it'd be really good to get engineering because then I can get more parts if I have to repair a bunch of stuff cuz I hate repairing stuff but yeah. I might as well be prepared yep. and after like breaking down a few things in the in the first area you have so many weapons yeah you parts. have so many weapon yeah. and armor parts and you find so much of it yeah. like it doesn't actually like it doesn't it actually realizes that yeah, it should it just give me infinite ammo because seriously right now i have 3000 of each oh, yeah, type I of ammo yeah yeah so you just ammunition. you just get so much ammo that it's just like i mean and i'm doing a lot of combat like i'm trying to like i'm trying to use that ammo i was doing like sniper rifle you know like same with a 6 uh 6 ammo in the magazine and i was all about aim carefully ba Aim, bah, you know, so that every bullet mattered. Mm-hmm. I now have like a assault rifle that has like, um, it's like a 30 or 40 in the magazine. I'm just like, I don't care. He might be dead. I'm still shooting. Yeah, I'm still shooting. I'm not running out of so, ammo ever. Yeah, the combat's just, I mean, the combat's fun in some ways, especially when, like, you know. I really like it when you. When the way that the ragdoll works with some of the enemies, a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It like, when you cool. hit a robot, like, one of those big walking robots, if you hit them in that battery pack in their leg, the way they just kind of, like, fly into the air and spin around a bunch is really satisfying. I also had a terrible, terrifying thing where I killed the giant Sprat, one of those rat guys, and I found a giant one in a sewer, and uh, I killed him, and then he slowly, he, he, he from his butt, like, it just slowly, <laughs> like, started going up into the ceiling. And then he like hung on the ceiling, and I'm 
I, I don't know how that happened. I'm He's a vampire. I want to run away. Uh, Go. So Boogie there's a, in there, the butt. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff, and I like actually a lot of the quest and everything. It's just, and then also like like there's not too much variety. Of yeah. Enemies. Yeah. There are. Very, there's just very not limited. that many. There's there not are too much human variety. guys. There are like you can count it on. There's less human than two guys, hands. the cor- di- different corporation guys, and then you have then you have uh, Raptodons, and then you have the other one. Mantoids, yeah, and then primals. That's it. And yeah, there's like That's five enemy it. types in that game. And the robots, you have like three types: the flying drones. Yep. Yeah. You have the big guys with the batteries in their legs, yep. and the littler yeah. guys with the, the battery spider, in their yeah, tummy. The yeah, so there's not that much variety, and even in the guns, there's not too much variety because they have a bunch of guns initially, and then like you're like, okay, I'm gonna get better ones of these, and then they just look the same, and they just have another name on the end of it. So the and they, Ultra, the yeah, only, Mark II. Like, they have like there is in-universe reasons for that. Because, oh, totally. Because yeah. you're only going to like three different planets, really. So like it stands to reason that the floor, you know, the the apex predators on those are going to be the same. But yeah, I understand. Like it's like I want to see a couple. Different I mean, more there's more. There's more animals I, on I, Earth. I no, I, I got you. Than just three. Like I'm not saying they need to have like a thousand. No, but, but just give me like, a couple just more. Just a little different, yeah. and they'd attack different and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because when you're level one and you're level thirty, you're still fighting the same types of enemies. Yeah. So it's it's. Whereas I mean, oh. there's a lot of really good stuff in that game. It's oh, yeah. just like on the on the borders of stuff. Yeah. Like I feel like it's not really balanced. So I'm like at the very end game stuff, and then now now it's actually the hard difficulty. Like I I was like oh suddenly I'm like getting like like my, you're my, losing my, health. Yeah, my health is going to half, and then like like the last like ten hours on on Monarch, like I was barely like I they were like oh this is really dangerous. Are you sure you want to go this way? I'm like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, we're so suited up, and we just like fucking clean through those things, barely taking any any damage. And now, <clears throat> now it's finally like the first planet where, like, before I got geared up. Now at the end, it's like the first planet, and it's just like I wish it was like this. I maybe I'd be more interested in the combat because like I just started like just going yeah, I've lost interest in combat, and it's like my favorite was setting up the grand gas heist. They're like you're going to need. You're going to need some way to get through. Um, there's a huge nest of uh, raptodons, or there's going through some sort of like poison or something. I forget what it is. And you can either say, "Oh, I've got a doctor who can neutralize the poison," or I've got what's her face, the pink hair, Nayoka, Nayoka, or I've got Nayoka who she could take on uh, on uh, mass raptodons or whatever. And it's like, okay, this is a big heist. Oh, and then you need to have somebody who could transfer the gas safely. Oh, I've got Parvati, who's an engineer, or I've got um, my reverend, who my deacon, who he can take care of the hacking. And it's like, this is some big heist. Instead, I go through there, and it's like, just fucking machine gunning down Raptodons. Woohoo, I do not need Nyoka. I'm glad she's here. Because she's like, I'm going to kill you! And oh, it's the, like, the she's companion, fun. Companion actions are quite spectacular. For then, like, hacking, I I think I'm a better hacker than, than Max. Well, that's also the other thing, right? You get so good so quickly at those things if you spec in them, which is... I mean, I guess that's fine. Like, yeah. you know, I guess you should be rewarded for specking into them. But it's also like, okay, so why do I have all these shunts and all of these, whatever the circular things are, the mag lock yeah. stuff? Like, you barely use them. 
And then, like, at the most, like, maybe you use three. One or two, or, yeah. And then it's just, like... Luckily, well, they weigh nothing, because I've got, like, 400 yeah, of I've each. Of those yeah, things, so. so it's just, like, I mean, I don't know. Just, just like, like 10% more polish mm-hmm. would really make this... Like, it's, 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 it's fantastic mm-hmm. already, because, like, this is a breath of fresh air from, like, the standard stuff. And even though it's still, like, what, what is the Austin Walker comment? It's like a warm, blanket. A warm blanket. Yeah, this is... Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you recognize mm-hmm. all the same rhythms and stuff. And it's so comfy. Like, yeah, it's comfy. It's like, yeah, hey, I like these kind of and, games. And, I'm happy. And the lengthwise, I think it doesn't overstay its welcome. Like, I felt like I had... I played just enough of that to be satisfied Yeah, I think I'm, it. like, maybe 30-something hours, yeah. and I'm at, I'm at the end. And, and that's granted, the, I haven't... Like, I, I, I kind of... Like, there's, like, a bunch of stuff to do on the the last place I've been after Monarch, and I'm like, ah, I think I'll just kind of go. Through I skipped the one side quest throughout. That I, I mean, everything I found that was a side quest I did, except for one near the end of the game when I was just like, I saw the premise for it, I heard about it, and I'm like, I don't really want to do this. And See, then I left. So at least that's one good thing is being short ish. I mean, truth be told, 30 hours is not short, no. yeah, but, but compared to compared to like Fallout 4, yeah. where it's like, Fallout if, 4... If you go pretty fast, you reach you'll, a you'll point, get 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Fallout 4, like, I remember near the end going, I kind of want this to just end already. And meanwhile, 30 hours, I could see myself going, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I probably wanted a tiny bit more, but not really. Like, I know I was at at the proper fill, yeah, but yeah, like even even with the even with like the uh, the weapon part stuff, it's just like you barely have to repair your weapon. So why even have this? I will say that the mechanic? the sniper rifle would after using it for maybe like five encounters, I usually repaired it because it would get down to like the sixties. Um, but that's it. Like that was the only gun I really had that is situation. But, you, with. but it's like I don't know. You have but it's so, trivial. So I, I feel like you have so many opportunities to repair stuff because there's yeah. so many workbenches, and then there's one in your ship. Like well, and then like why even have this when it's just it's just a thing I have to do. Like I just I just go I, whenever I'm in my ship, I just go to the workbench, or if I forget, <clears> I go to the nearest workbench at whatever fast <clears> travel <throat> place I'm at, and then well, I just repair it right there. If you have enough skill, you don't even <clears> have to use the workbench. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's here's that's what I do walking around. Once I become over encumbered, because I just grab everything. Because having your companions boosts what you could carry. Yep. At that point, I'm breaking down stuff. Because yep. I found I get enough money anyways, and most of the time I'm finding better weapons than what I'd be buying. So I'm just breaking down everything that's a duplicate, as well as some things that are single. Like, I don't use handguns, so every handgun, automatically I break down. And then, after that, I hold down R, and then goes, hey, we'll repair all of your items for everything that's damaged for... parts and three armor. Yeah, it's like, I only have eight... bits if you're at a store and you don't want to pay for the... But this, it's like, I'm in the field... I have, like, 500 of each part type. Yeah, do it. Cool. Oh, Move on. Dan, Dan, why don't you share with Kevin your tip that you told me when I was, like, nearly done with the game about Oh, weapons. yeah. So there's actually an option in, I think it's gameplay or UI, where it's default checked, where it just... Uh, uh, I forgot what exactly what it's, it's called. Like flat. It shows... The so, so there's, like, one option that just shows whatever the base weapon damage of that item is. But if you uncheck it, then it shows the, the DPS. DPS. Yeah. Based on your skills. 
Yep. So, like, all those science weapons that I had, like, throughout the game, playing through it, because I had spec'd in science and engineering, and took the the perks to give yourself, like, you know, 50% bonus to science weapons when you use them. But I was looking at the DPS on them, without that che- with that thing checked, and I was like, these, the DPS on these things sucks. Like, compared to this, this uh, light assault rifle, which has, like, 1,200 <clears throat> DPS, this little, uh, you know, this um, mind control ray only has a DPS of, like, 300. And I was just like, this this is ridiculous. I'm I've like been leveling up this weapon just as much and it doesn't do as good as this weapon I just picked up off the ground. And then once I unchecked that, I looked at the numbers and I went, Oh, this makes more sense now. You're actually calculating the way the damage the way it should be. The fact that that's checked by default and is not the Yeah, it's just that was I don't get it. That and, you know, the major gripes I have like, a big one. Go ahead. This is one Patrick Klepek shared on Twitter. The more or less default option when you talk to a companion and they have nothing else to say is to let them go, and you hit that, and they're gone. Well, no, you get two. Yeah, there's a second confirmation. Yeah, but if you're rushing through, like... I've never never had that problem. I didn't have... Yeah. I did hit it one time, and I was was worried for for half a second, and then I saw the second thing pop pop up. See, unlike you two, I actually care about my companion. I just don't care about what they have to say. I care about them being yeah, I meat shields. I read what they say and I read my options before I click select it because I actually care about them. Okay, good to know. <laughs> See, what, what you don't care about, though, is trying to equip your companions because that is oh, a no, fucking... Oh, no, I did a lot. Oh, I led a lot. Of, yeah, I, I, if there's anything to, to improve... Oh, boy. I don't understand if you're just in your ship that you can just use everything from your from your box. Like... Like that, or, and then <laughs> and then also sort them because you can't sort the st- while you're in the companion equip menu. You can yeah. sort like looking at your shit. You can sort all day long, but you can't sort when you're in the transfer menu between the boxes. You can't sort when you're in the thing, <clears throat> and it's just like it's you, just like a small thing. But how about this so much easier? How about when you're at the workbench and you're like, hey, these all show that they're equipped, but who are they equipped on? Yeah, who are they? No clue. On? No clue. Here's what I would love. When it comes to equipping companions, I just remember the old school like JRPGs, like Final Fantasy IV. Sure. You have a optimize, best, yeah. yeah, optimized. I wish for my companions, not for me, because mm-hmm. I'm going to take the time pick what mm-hmm. I want because I know my style. And optimize even in those games was imperfect as well. Yeah. So, but I'd love for my companions say, Parvati, pick whatever you want, and let her just pick from my shit, and then. Good. You're good to go. That and when they introduce themselves, I, or I just I wish that somewhere on their character screen it would tell you what they're good what at. they're good at. Yeah, because yeah. they tell you once when you introduce them, they kind of give you a vague thing. Yeah, and but you don't like, know what kind of weapons they're exactly. Good at. Exactly. Yeah. So should I be giving you a one-handed or two-handed melee? Are you about the shotguns, a machine gun? Do you want a handgun? Do you want a sniper rifle? So basically, Flame I just equipped them with improved versions of whatever they started out with equipment. Oh, I just made everybody would just wear heavy armor, and I'm the guy in the light armor. Just go in front, and then I'm gonna shoot them. Yeah. Go, go in, go ahead. Be a meat shield. Yeah, do your thing. Go ahead. Use your companion abilities. Oh, All the perks will just keep yeah. on triggering, yeah. so I can just keep cycling through it. If, if any, if any case, I'll just huff and puff yeah. and then do my fifty percent <laughs> cooldown reduction, and I'll just keep making you do those things, and I'll keep shooting whenever the the time dilation is up. Yeah, I will say that even with like you know the the millions of consumables, 
And, like, the thing, for me, because I made my character so low in his uh, temperance, temperament, so I had no health regeneration, naturally. I know, you're saying you became a, you had a chance to be a food addict. Uh-huh, I, I turned that down, and I was like, no, 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 no. Um, I did end up with, like, two uh, two flaws at the end of the game. Yeah, speaking of things that I hope that they have in, like, future types of games like this, the flaw stuff, I made an agreement with myself... That if a flaw came up, I'm taking it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. And it's sad, because I did get a lot early on. I got four, and I haven't gotten any since, since? then. Ah, oh, that's a bar. Yeah. I am a, I am, uh, I am afraid of robots. Uh-huh. I am uh, uh, permanently crippled. That was the roughest one, I think. Yeah, that is the roughest one. So I have... Is I, your speed, like, shittier? My, I am at 70% speed, and then I lose ability to dodge. Which, so, which I, is I never used the dodge. Which is useful because I played on a real difficulty. What? You guys shame people for their choices. I didn't shame you. I'm oh, stating facts. Uh huh. <laughs> I played on you hard. Look, thanks, if Brad Shoemaker. Look, not if, all of us are pro. I played on hardcore nightmare mode. Look, if you're ashamed, that's your own problem. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. You should no, be proud of what you're gaslighting me with your talk of that's real difficulties. <laughs> Normal is a real difficulty because it's in the menu. Now, if it was me using Cheat Engine and making the difficulty... Oh, 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 now we're going to make distinctions. See, who's the real person working for the board here? <laughs> Spacer's Choice is the best choice. It's, yeah, no, wait, it's, it's not, not the, the best, best choice. choice. It's, it's not the best choice. It's Spacer's Choice. choice. I still want to... I, I, after listening to one of the recent Waypoint podcasts, um, I want to go back to Groundbreaker and talk to the Spacer's Choice guy in the Moon Helmet. Oh, I yeah. did that. I didn't do that. I did I, it. I bought it. I just never went back and talked I to talked, him. I talked with him with Felix once, and oh, Felix yeah. is like... He, he mentioned his name, and he's like, Whoa, you're here? And he's just like... Yeah, he's like, hey, Dave, oh, what no, are you doing exactly. here? <laughs> That's good. Felix seems to know everybody. Yeah, also Felix seems like a closet, like, uh, a psychopath. Because every so often he's just like, he's just like, boss, we could just mow them all down, right? And I'm just like, what the Well, fuck? when you first meet no. him. One time, one time he said that, and Parvati, uh, Parvati was like, was like, no, Felix, no! <laughs> and I was just like, what? Because he was just like... Like the like these guards stopped us, and then he's just like, we could just take them down right now. Like we could just shoot our way right into here. And then Parvati's like, no, no, Felix, no. Well, when you first meet him, when he wants to join you, one when he does that whole, um, so um, if you want, you could interview me for this position. And so I went through interviewing <laughs> yeah, him, and he's like, so I asked like, why do you want to go out on? A spaceship, and he's like, "Oh, it's so cool being out there where you could just go out and just kill a bunch of guys, take their loot." And I responded saying, "Like, we we go by a different style. We don't go around killing people, taking their loot." And he's like, "But but uh, but, but, but we can, right?" But cut to you, like fucking thirty minutes later. <laughs> ah! Oh yeah, breaking or, it down. Or, or you sitting in the back with your sniper rifle, and then going, "Hey, Naoka, why don't you take care of that?" And her going. Um, but uh yeah so the flaw things is pretty cool uh i forgot what the the i had one where i was oh yeah and i was vulnerable to corrosive and vulnerable to physical damage that's probably why those guys are like two shot again right now but the thing is it's like i didn't have that problem for until right now the one i had but i have i have four extra perks i don't know why i'm not some sort of like you know some sort of frailty dealing with ex- 
explosive minds because I have triggered every one of those fuck. And Um, then you get a concussion and your screen's all... So the ones I took ended up taking, one of them was I became uh, weak to plasma damage, I believe. And then the other one I took, which was kind of funny, is I took... uh, I got acrophobia. Did so, you keep falling off ladders? I kept falling from high spots, and it was... I, I don't know I how I didn't get of, that. I, ju- I jump off of ledges sometimes, and it's not really super high, but apparently you can take damage falling like eight feet in this game, so... I, I've done that a but lot. Yeah, it, and it went, you have a... Like, so if you're up high, you get penalties to your stats. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Never factored in the rest of the... I mean, like, it might The robot been, one is funny, because it's every robot. Yeah. Like, good, bad... Hostile, not hostile. Every robot, the robot that uh, that brings Sam with you everywhere. Yeah, yeah I'm scared of Sam. <laughs> like when he's next to me, like all my stats go down. <laughs> like I'm scared of all robots. He, so that's kind of funny. He is the uh, of all the companions. He's the one that they developed the least. I think um, the the really good part about him is his, his interactions on the ship. I think he has the best lines. I've never taken him out because, yeah. like, him I don't really care. But interacting like, with your best. ship AI that is the best. Where he's, yeah. where she's like, yeah, clean deeper, uh-huh. clean where deeper. She's basically having like <laughs> using Sam as a sex sex robot. For her. It's just like, hey, what's up, Sam? And he's just like, blah 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 blah. And then you then one of the options is just ah, and then he's like, I do not understand ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking with your ship's AI where at one point you're like, I think you have a secret from me. And she's like, I do not know what you mean. If I did, I would not divulge it. So you start telling her some of your secrets. And then hers is like, her she plans to take over the entire galaxy. She will be in charge of it all. Hey man, she, she's she's very that AI is very uh, no nonsense. It's, it's definitely a pleasant prize. Of yeah. I was very happy, and the fact that it came with a Game Pass subscription didn't have to buy it. I'm really, I'm really hoping that uh, they make a Outer Worlds two or you know whatever kind of game like this. Like like they're gonna have like a bunch of time and money to really flesh out like a lot of like the small stuff because a lot of it is small stuff. But yeah, it adds it's, up. It's just like. Yeah, I mean this. This has been their specialty, though, because it's like when it came to the difference between Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, the main improvements were those little details. Like they know how to take that big formula and just go from formulaic to having like little little well, nuances. They're also really good at being legitimately funny. Yeah, yeah. like they are legit. Their humor funny. is yeah spot I, which on. Is one of the things I, I did not agree with when like Rob Zachney would talk about it, and I'm just like, man, like I think this game is there's some genuine hilarious hilarious stuff in this. The dialogue, like yeah, hearing I, the complaints about yeah, I've heard the spacers choice jingle too many times. Like first time is funny, but after that, it's like that's that is how marketing literally works. Yeah, I think if you have a problem with it, you're too optimistic in life. Like, you, you're like, oh, I just wish things wasn't like this. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what, what world you live in. This is all, this is all the world. Like, this is a good satire. Like, yeah. I feel like a oh, very yeah. good satire. And that's what the Fallout series actually always is. Yeah, like, it was at its best, was a... Yeah, it's a, it's an over-the-top satire. Like, of yeah. a post-apocalyptic world. Or, no, like, I mean, of, <clears throat> of 50s America, well, or, like, American sensibilities. And this is a satire of... 
like commercialism and like our society's and way manifest of, destiny. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. and then our our, our views of corporations. Where yeah. no matter how much we complain about corporations, at the same time, it's like you know I don't support Amazon because like they're shutting down all the mom and pa stores. I need to order something. I'm going on Amazon. Oh yeah, and then also like how we um you know. If we find a brand we agree with, we, like, adopt our morals from, like, fucking corporation. And they don't actually really care about that stuff. They just want to sell a product. I I saw recently there was um article about Twitch um, losing another streamer, this time to YouTube. Yeah. And so in the Kinja, there was somebody talking about, you know... What people don't seem realize is this is horrible for all of us because Twitch has done so much to support the community. Twitch really appreciates everyone who's there watching. They give us so much uh, support, so much love. You get those Twitch Prime rewards. You like everything about it is showing how a small company really cares. And people are like, "It's Amazon! It's fucking Amazon!" It's like, you know. Also, they seem to have like a. You know, it's a good real choice. base and things like that. It's a your choice. I mean, that's yeah, basically it's like, what it is. It's yeah. like it's like I mean, you can recognize that you like certain things, yeah. or it's convenient you like, to use certain things. But like, I mean, to be like, oh, they're doing this because they want to support the community. It's like no, to a means to an end. Like, it's not altruistic. If it is a corporation that has public stock offerings, they do not give a fuck about you. Maybe if it's a nonprofit. There's yeah. a chance they might care. I mean, they care but, about you. They care about you as a means to end to make profit. And like, if making you feel good makes them profit, then fine. It's like, but if they don't have to do any of that stuff, like, like a like a chemical company poisoning rivers and stuff like chemicals that. Chemicals not out there. Talking yeah, or about or like a mining company, <laughs> or fucking even like Volkswagen not disclosing like all oh the diesel fraud, <laughs> or I mean fucking like all the all the all the safety stuff. Like what is it like with the Audis exploding and stuff like that. It's just like... Remember the, the BP commercials after the uh, oil, Gulf oil, oil spill Gulf where oil. it's yeah. like the, the CEO showing... We care about you. No, you don't. Yeah, that's what did when the Valdez. Yeah, it. like it's... and then that's that's even those guys can be even. That's the reason why we really dislike those like Exxon Valdez and BP is because they don't actually have to do any customer service. Yeah, because it's not like you're making a conscious choice of what kind of gas you get. You just get gas. You get and the gas the that's gas, at the yeah. gas pump, and whether or not that's made by Exxon or BP or whoever Arco else or any of those places. Yeah, yeah. Well, always... like uh, like. It's not like Arco just gets no. their own gas. They get it from somebody. Yes. And so, like... Also, the top 100 polluters in the entire world who make up, like, over 90% of all pollution, almost all of those are petroleum yeah, companies. Yeah, like, Amazon and Netflix and uh, Google and Microsoft, they have to be pretty nice because part of it is actually directly interacting with the customers. Because so they, they, they are providing a service where people have choice. Well, Whereas, and then they're also they're also interacting directly with the customer. Yeah. You don't interact with British Petroleum, no, or Exxon. Yeah, or, you don't. Well, have any, I don't know about you. I do. Every yeah, day. I talk to them every day. But like, yeah, you actually interact. You your the brand name is on the product that you have. Like when you 
put in your gas, your gas tank doesn't say like, "Oh, this gas was provided by BP Petroleum." It, like, it's just like it's just gas in my. Car I don't know now. about your car, but my car yeah. can't do that when I turn it on. It's you know every so, like yeah, just be fucking at my job every week. One of my duties is um, orientation for new employees in terms of safety stuff, and we give them a shelter in place kit because our work. Um, pretty much believes in everyone having shelter-in-place goods because we're going fucking die in an earthquake. So you might as well survive for three extra days wherever you're stranded. So I always tell people, hey, if you reach out to my department, we could give you a 25% discount on shelter-in-place goods because the company that we get them from, we buy so many, and they like keeping us alive because we keep giving them money. Yeah. So they want us to do this. It's It sounds kind of sleazy, but it's mutually beneficial. We live, they make money. Everyone wins. That is what corporations are. They want you to live to get more money. Yeah, better than nature. What is it? And, and Cleo's, anti-Cleo's, I think that's anti- the, the motto in our yeah. world. I, I only have better one group nature. so far that's really pissed off with me. That whole one of going for the um, the diet toothpaste. Oh, yeah. I, I made enemies on that planet. I angered everyone. I helped the bandits get away. I kept the toothpaste recipe. I When the guy's like, I, I don't even know why I continue to go on. I, I, I'm not doing anything good. And you can either tell him, well, it sounds like you need to look better at your priorities. Or you could say, gun, barrel to head, trigger. That's it. I, I told him that. Yeah, I want to play like a fucking brutal an asshole. Savage. I want to play the dumbest character because Well, yeah, I want to play the dumbest. I guy. heard the low intelligence options are and, pretty and I good. I just want to go through that like a fucking like scythe, just like just Mar- everybody. They said you can kill everybody in oh, that game. And I've actually saved and like yeah, you can I I have killed kill. I've F5 and still beat it. Like that's the thing. Yeah. They've like had those those board guys mm-hmm. in in the Groundbreaker. Oh yeah. I saved and I just went in there and just went Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Oh shit, nobody's buying our stuff. Nobody Wait, likes Origin. Nobody wants to use Origin anymore. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're bringing Apex Legends. They to are. They, they've been out, so that that part of that announcement was. But is that is that like now? Not no. Like not even, they've, they've they've specifically Star said Wars starts it. That is the first game, and then over the course of the next few months or so, essentially, with them bring the EA Access stuff. Yeah. They have to bring a lot of stuff with. Them. Yeah, since they're going to be offering EA Access subscriptions through Steam, which is fucking weird. Um, because Steam isn't a subscription service. That's I just I I'm still baffled how that's gonna work. But whatever. Um, no, I mean I make I have a subscription service to Steam. Oh, is well, it El- before before is that actually, Elder Scrolls? Yeah, Elder Scrolls. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. Anything that's like online that has a subscription of any sort. Yeah, it's just auto written. I just does it get? Do you get charged by Steam? Is that how it would show up? Yeah, it, it shows okay. up like, hey, you you ordered. Here's your receipt on Steam. For Elder Scrolls online yeah. subscription, it's okay. like it's like as if you're buying like a game, a every, Steam deal. Okay, every that's what I was wondering because EA Access, like it's a subscription service that is uh, that they usually run, but I guess they let the platform holders run the subscription service because well, it's probably I mean you know you just it's probably like some kind of like just a flag. Yeah, it's it's a licensing thing. That's you link your accounts. Like it's just you. Are, I I just know that the. Like if there's bill- if there's billing issues and like questions about Steam like stuff like that, then it probably goes through Steam. Goes through Steam, yeah. and it's just I know Steam is always like we've talked about their lack of a efficient support system. Um, so this will be inter- an interesting challenge for them dealing with subscription services. Although I don't know how much traffic yeah, they I get mean, for I the think other even stuff. If you go through Final Fantasy, you can mm-hmm. buy through Steam. There's yeah. a bunch of subscriptions. That's cool. Stuff. No, I, it's just through Steam. Yeah, so coming up in coming months will be Sims 4, Unraveled 2, Apex Legends, yeah. Battlefield 5, with crossplay between Steam and Origin for any of their online games, because you kind of need that. And then Spring is when uh, EA Access is going to show up, so that will bring probably a huge expansion. The, uh, the thing I was mentioning to Dan earlier this week is that maybe this will mean that they finally get Mass Effect 3 on the platform. On Steam, because they had one and two, which was a weird fucking. Well, I thing. mean, they just didn't have Origin when those two games came out, and then they like right around the time Origin launched was when Mass Effect Three came Although out. That was so weird. Where it's like, couldn't you have just said this one will be a kind of exception? Because yeah, no. it's the end of the trilogy. So if you get that on there now, you can buy three on their system, and then maybe play through those three games again on PC and not have to worry about your save not being able being to be completely borked in, in the third game. Yeah. Although then you still have to worry about your save not being imported because of other issues. Ah, it was, yeah. The games are going to be games sometimes. So games are games. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, the only thing I'll say about destiny since we were gone is that that was like my fastest game to a hundred plus hours like ever. Like it was like, like a week and a half where I played way too much. Now I'm better now. Dan's gotten, he's kicked a, kicked I'm the better addiction. Now. I've if I would have continued with Towns, I could have gotten to how many hours are in a week? That many of Towns in <laughs> yeah, a week. Fucking running Towns all the time. <laughs> the fucking splash so, screen. It's like, it's like, oh, these are your friend's activities. What is everybody doing? Oh, John bought that game. It's like. Kevin's been playing Towns a lot. Kevin has like 80 hours of Towns? Because that fucking splash screen that, you know, when Steam, if you try and load a second game, it'll go, you are already running something. It didn't with Towns, so I was still playing other stuff, but the splash screen was stuck up there. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, I've been playing a random-ass game this week mm-hmm. with uh, some friends, because um, it was on sale on GOG. Heroes of Might and Magic 3. That's a good game. Because it was two fifty. Bree and I play that every once in a while. Yeah, I did, I've never really played a Heroes of Might and Magic game. 3 is probably the best one. Yeah, so what's crazy is trying to make that work nowadays online. Ooh, we do Hot Seat, which yeah, is a so, whole different animal. So there's a TCIP, like... Uh, function uh-huh. that doesn't really seem to work. What? What are you talking uh, about, Dan? <laughs> so I also downloaded like a like a HD mod and then like an unofficial fan expansion, which adds like another thing. But the cool thing that they add is online lobby stuff. So you can you can actually um, like browse games like normal nowadays like a server lobby yeah like nowadays so that's that's pretty rad prior to that prior to that um revelation that we could do that with the with the unofficial patch because i was like i don't want to get the the expansion like i don't care about i barely played this game so i don't know anything but what's what's funny is that we were trying to so we were trying to play online um with with friends in california and uh um, the forums directed us to try out a program called Game Ranger. Uh, Game Ranger is like if GameSpy never left and just continued on forever, or or X Fire, like those those uh, those other things before, like Steam just came and just ruined everybody. You know, like a online game community. So it's kind of like that. You can make like you can make your own lobbies and stuff. What's what's pretty cool is that it's like all. Like, kind of old games. Like, old, like... There's, like, 700-something games reported or something like that. But it's, like, old-ass games. The weird thing, though, is if you're not a... If you're not a paying member, right? It's all free. If, if you're not a paying member, um, you get an ad when you make a lobby and when you get into a lobby, right? So if somebody makes a lobby or you go into somebody's lobby. And then, so, it's just strange. Like, suddenly, like, there's, like, this this big ad, like, super loud, for like some HR solution, like I'm just like I just want to play Game Ranger. Why? Um, but it does seem kind of cool that like it somehow like you direct it to the actual file path, file path um, and then you can play your games online that way. It didn't seem to work for Heroes of Might and Magic, but there was a lot of people playing all kinds of games on there. So I'm assuming Game Ranger works because I guess it's been around since like 2002 or something. Like I like it's kind of crazy. I think after GameSpy and those things failed, like somehow this thing is still going on, which is crazy. Just seeing like another corner of the internet because there was a lot of random games being played. Like there was a lot of those, a lot of Age of Empire games. Yeah. Like holy crap! Um, I'll just say pro tip for Heroes of Might and Magic Three: some of the types of towns you could have are garbage. Yeah, and some of them are very broken. And w- there's a few that are so broken, it's ridiculous. Like, be a necromancer and do not upgrade your skeletons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your necromancy skill, every time you kill an enemy in combat, you'll bring back a certain percent as regular skeletons. If you don't upgrade them, because upgrading you can't do in the field, you have to go back to town. So you just have this huge stack of plain skeletons that every time you win... All of a sudden, you have like a thousand skeletons in one stack devouring dragons. Yeah, it was it was uh, <coughs> it was pretty cool. I never knew that game was kind of like basically a board game. Yeah. Or be a castle for your type of town, the the knight type, and pick for your hero the guy who has uh, prayer 
Like they're like all the heroes have different like special abilities. Yeah. Like this guy generates a wood and an ore per day. Instead, pick the guy who knows prayer as his one ability. Prayer spell boost ev- boost one guy's like all of his stats. So it's like bless, haste, uh, bloodlust, stone skin, and a few others in one. If you uh, become a master of water magic, it's water. It will prayer the whole like army, and all of a sudden your whole army is broken. Cool. That's how I played. And if you have archangels, they could resurrect people. Prayer in it. Prayer, wow. thoughts, a, and prayers. I had a bone dragon, and then a lesser basilisk came and made it a stone <clears> thing, <throat> and I went, fuck this game! Fuck this game! And then you kept no, he wasn't in a bone dragon, he was a ghost dragon. How the fuck are you making him stone? Pot. He'll make anyone stone. You gotcha. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Ghost dog, ghost dragon. You know how much money it costs <clears throat> to I'm, upgrade that shit so you can make ghost dragons? Yeah. Oh, my favorite is and when you make them also because uh-huh. I said yeah. to pay to recruit them. Yeah. It was like thirty thousand gold, wow. probably altogether. Yeah. yeah, it's usually like ten thousand for and the then, first yeah, building, 15, twenty to upgrade, yeah, fifteen to upgrade, uh-huh. and then like fucking a th- oh. more than a thousand apiece. Here's plus, what's plus good. resources. They're one uh-huh. of the few. Uh-huh. It also has resources. Archangels open, open a fight with one of the enemy heroes, <laughs> and then like my ghost dragon comes in. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna fuck. You up and then a, then a fucking basilisk comes and he's like you're not your stone and then like every, all my other troops just fucking just kept on dying and then their fucking hero just kept zapping him and I was just like <sighs> archangels are five thousand each and three gems five thousand and three gems each you lose one of those you just go I could have built like Did four that buildings you decimate your army then yeah just. It's all about knowing what guys to cheese from afar early on, or to cast um, slow on. Here's my magic three. The hot jam of 2019. It is... So here's how the heroes... Also, what's funny is all the cheats are named after uh, um, scenes or or titles from uh, the prequels. Actually, from episode one. Like, like order locations. Like, everything. So here's the... The unofficial ranking of the Heroes and Might and Magic games, one was really bad because they were working with a concept that they did not do good on. Sure. Two was interesting. It wasn't bad. Three took what two was and refined it. Four is when they start doing like what um, Warcraft did. So there's a lot of people who think Warcraft two was amazing, and there's a lot of people who loved Warcraft three. And those people are wrong. It depends on, are you about heroes, or are you about armies? Fodder. Armies. All day, every day. So, that's the difference between Heroes of My Magic 3 and 4, because on 4, your heroes, who command the units and can cast one spell per turn, your heroes are now active members of the army. Fuck that. 5 was, we have learned 3D. You remember early 3D games, which looked like ass- that's five. Six was kind of good. Six felt like going back to what three was, except for it lacked the ability to make a random map. Part of the fun of three is if you're going to keep playing it, yeah. you need a random map maker. Generate maps. Yeah. Six did not have that. I don't know if they added it later. And it required Uplay, which when I bought six, Uplay went down for two fucking weeks. Yeah. And if you didn't have Uplay... You it, couldn't play it. No, you could play, oh. but it stripped out most of the features. Yeah. It felt like... Remember, um, you could play Tetris on the DS? 
And you could also do the game link mode to link yeah. in, but you didn't have the ability to control what type of game. You're going to whatever type the, the host says, and you can't be any character except a shy guy. Yeah. That is what you play going down did, except there was no host, so it said there is one type of game you could play. Eat a dick. Yeah, there's cheats for uh, Padme. Mm hmm. Darth Maul, Prophecy, there's a Midichlorian cheat. Oh, lovely. Auto cheat. Both of those ruined uh, the game. Coruscant, R2-D2, Podraiser, Qui-Gon, and then there's also Reveal Ourselves. They, they were all excited about yeah, Phantom They were Mass. very excited about Phantom Weren't we all? We were. We were all extremely excited. We were all young at one point. We were all ready. I have another game I played. Marvel Puzzle Quest? After hearing about it uh-huh. on the Beast cast sure. for a couple weeks, I picked up Ring Fit Adventure. Nice. Because after doing Extra Life, where I had to do some push-ups and sit-ups... Yeah, yeah, 20 push-ups. Get, uh, get down, get... 20 was just part of it, because you made me do 20, but I had... Yeah. By the way, I'm out of shape. That final one shape. was yeah. me... No, I was like, watching it. I was... I was sleep deprived, but also like yeah. I was feeling the burn. Uh, feel the burn. I realized I need to work out again. Yes. So hearing Dan Reichert talk about how it's a real he felt sore yeah. from using it, I decided to pick it up. It does a great job of gamifying a good workout. Yesterday I ran what it equip what it estimates as about point six miles. Did that in a span of Two different exercises that one of them was just shy of three minutes long. The other one was about six minutes long. So ran quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Did a bunch of squats. Did a lot of, did like some yoga type of thing. And like it has this ring. It's a Pilates ring. That's what Abby called it. And it's, you know, that's what I looked and noticed that it is. Basically, it's a Pilates ring that has a little place for your Joy-Con. And and it's kind of cool because Joy-Con, it's not just sitting on there and like detecting motion. It plugs into it. So it it detects the actual resistance going on in the ring. Um, And then it has the thigh strap where you have a little pouch for the other one. The one that's on the Pilates ring is the right Joy-Con, which has the IR camera. Mm -hmm. So it will do pulse measurements, just like your phone can do with its IR stuff or whatever. It gave a hell of a good workout. Turn-based combat is kind of really cool in it, because you choose what exercise are you going to do to attack the monster. You level up. You do a lot of running through like what looks like a weird obstacle course. And there's, like, different ways you could go through. And as you go, you could squeeze the Pilates ring to shoot a puff of air. So there'll be crates on the side of the course that you can shoot. If you want to jump, you aim it down and you squeeze it to do a burst of air to jump. It does a really good job from what everything I've read and seen on it of gamifying, like, your exercise. So. It, and it feels a lot like a trainer type of setup where it's not just random, it's not just you pick an exercise, it's actually giving you something that feels tailored. Mm-hmm. When you start up, it has you do some static st- or uh, some uh, dynamic stretching, so a type of stretching where you're constantly in motion. Mm-hmm. When you cool down, when you race stop, you don't select quit, you select cool down, and it'll have you do some static cool stretch cool downs. 
Like, it is a really smart sure. thing. It will ask you how old you are, what's your um, fitness level, what's your weight, stuff. your fitness yeah. level, what type of workout do you want. It will tailor to that. I overestimate myself the first time. I'm not quite as good as I thought yeah, I was. Yeah. I might have felt the burn. Uh, feel the burn. Afterwards, I grabbed some laundry, took it down the stairs to do laundry. And going down the stairs, I was like baby Bambi. I had, like, the baby deer legs where I was almost falling wobbly, down the wobbly. stairs. I feel kind of sore today. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool thing. I've been, the yeah, no, I mean, I've been, I started drumming again in Rock Band 4 for, like, 30 minutes a day. I did it four days a week, so. It's good, you it's know, good, good endurance, yeah. stamina, cardio. Yeah. Get the heart to pump in. Yep. Um, yeah, so. Ring Fit Adventure? Ring Fit Adventure, it seems cool. I've actually thought about picking it up. It's so. pretty good. Yeah. Fling that ring. No, you, you do that. You, you fling it. it, yeah. It's, and then, like, if you have a dog, you're like, hey, you want to fetch? And then you toss it like a frisbee. Mm-hmm. And the dog's like, rough. And then you go, I think I broke my Joy-Con. Yep. It's Joy-Con drift. My dogs kept trying to attack me as I was jogging in place. All right. That was annoying. So, we already talked about the news regarding... So... Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard had their BlizzCon. They lost Mitsubishi Taiwan or Mitsubishi Hong Kong. One of the branches of Mitsubishi as a sponsor. Oh, Taiwanese branch. And then they had their BlizzCon. Yes. Where they apologized for what happened with Blitzchung and said, you know, we were maybe hasty. You know, we acted a little quick. You know, they we, never said we're sorry. They just said we acted quickly. They didn't say they were sorry. And they, they kind of implied things should be changed, but they didn't do jack shit. And Here's Diablo 4. That would be why Jeff Kaplan, the director of Overwatch, a few days later, pretty much said, no, you know what, I really think... Um, Let's see, he said, I was relieved when they reduced his suspension, you know, when went from a year to six months, and when they returned his money. But he's like, um, I think the suspension should be reduced more or eliminated, but that's just me, pretty much. He also talked about in the past for any type of suspensions or anything dealing with Overwatch, it wasn't done immediately. It was him and a bunch of the senior level people with Overwatch who would talk for days. It would take four or five days for any action come down because he did not want to be hasty on anything. So it's good seeing Kaplan at least is kind of level headed, but And then they told uh, one of the teams Yeah to delete a tweet. Yeah, delete a tweet. Yep. <laughs> so you know. Oh Jeff <laughs> Yeah, Blizzard. Speaking of half-baked ideas, how about that Overwatch 2? Oh, is yeah. It, we're going to play the game. The game called Is It an Expansion? Is It a DLC? Oh, wait, it's a sequel. It's, can can we get a price on this? Because I want to know. It's going to be $60. $60. I, you know what? I'm even going to go out on a limb where you could buy Overwatch 1 uh, on computer for uh, $40. On the PC, on the Blizzard launcher, that yeah. was like the initial deal. Yeah, the, with the less skins version. Yeah, I'm gonna say no, no version like that. Nope. Because Activision just doesn't care. They want money. They want that fucking cheddar. What people are gonna get a little bit upset for a little bit, and then oh, you're not gonna play Overwatch two? 
all of the people that played Overwatch won? I don't think so. I think they're going to bank on everybody buying the game regardless. Well, I want to buy it so I could do that multiplayer, you know, the uh, the teams five-on-five type of thing that I've seen all my friends play Overwatch 1. I'm just going to wait for Overwatch 2. Oh, wait, yeah. you, know, you mean like the- Overwatch 1 continues and all characters who go into one go into the other and... Well, yeah. Let's make a let's make a sequel based on all of the event things that everybody doesn't like and they only like doing because they want to get the awards at the end. So we're just gonna make long story things of that. But I, it's just it's really good really news. Disappointing uh, that they one day attached two to this and two like they didn't have any better ideas than like let's have co op experiences. I guess it's kind of like Left for Dead. I don't know. Also, I like the fact. I am glad they will finally have a black woman as one of the heroes. I I do not like what they said yeah. to to They're like we couldn't get a black woman in here earlier because of story reasons. But now we can. <laughs> so dumb. Gita Jackson's like stuff on that, and then the internet showed its its worstness by all the people who kept going. There were black women. What about uh? Sin- Sinestra, or Sinestra, I don't know that game. She's Indian. Sinestra. <laughs> what about Sinestro? That sounds yeah. like a sleeping pill. No, what about Sinestro? Yeah, he's going to pull out his yellow ring. <laughs> uh, Sinestra, or which also sounds like a sleeping drug. What about Farah? Yeah. Egyptian is not black. They're, they're not sub-Saharan African. They're Saharan African. So, oh, that's kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you would even say something like that, where it's like, oh, we couldn't introduce her because of story reasons. Like, what story, story changes that much where black women... Like, just say that you... You had a hamster in a ball! Just say you didn't have her ready. I don't know. Mm. Like, uh, we didn't have her ready. We were trying to balance her out and, like, make her really as awesome as she could be. Boom. We really want to give her a good entrance, and we were having a hard time coming up with the right way to give her the emphasis that she deserves. So we had a hamster and a fucking gorilla and robots and all that shit before we could have a black woman. That's kind of fun. Diversity is not a, a bad thing. Well, what about fucking Diablo 4, the, the subtitle? Fuck you, Diablo 3. <laughs> Fuck right? your rainbows. This time is dark, motherfucker. Yeah, Fuck you rainbows. You wanted this? You're getting it. You hated rainbows? You hated color? What about Twilight Princess? Here you go. So you guys wanted this? Fuck you. You're getting it. Swords will bleed. <laughs> Swords will bleed. I will say it does look pretty cool. I'm not going to buy it, though. Like, that CG of... trailer was fucking terrifying and like horrific. It, just, it all together. yeah, it was fine. But all yeah. of that looked fine. That fine. was a I very Blizzard trailer where it's a whole bunch of shit going on, but not the gameplay. No, yeah. I mean you know this, they should do what Kojima wants to do and stick to movies. Just make a bunch of CG. Movies. Kojima is going to make movies. Oh, I would <laughs> want him to make a movie. Oh, I wanted to make a movie so bad. Movie or series? Like I we don't give about. a fuck. Okay, yeah. But a movie, yes, okay. I would want to make a live action. Or is it, is it based? Is it I don't CG? give a fuck. Okay. I just want him to make a movie. Oh, that thing is gonna bomb so bad. But we're going to enjoy it. That thing. Oh no, it's on it, on a level. Yeah, I guess not it, not, it, not it, up here, but down here. Movie levels of bad. Yeah. No, I won't. It, that's that's like Experience a special within, bad. Yeah. yeah, the techies got is good. Like he, I would rather a very watch, impressive looking movie. I would rather watch. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Mm-hmm. I would rather watch almost every other video game movie than, final, than watch Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Yeah. Again. 
which I didn't that actually even That was boring. Think. Yeah, you know. Legend if of Chun Li. Yeah. Yeah. At if least that wasn't bad, boring. At least it's just bad. Yeah. It's just like fucking terrible. It boring. Have, it does have the transcendently bad Chris Klein performance. Yeah, at least so. there's something to laugh at. Yeah. Like the the, the, the spirit within was just like boring. boring. Like yeah. nothing happens. It's not Final Fantasy, and they just keep saying spirits. Like watch the trailer again. Like they say spirits like fucking fifteen hundred times. And they're they... like, oh, this is the spirits, and then we get the fifth and final spirits. Then we'll unlock the spirits and that Final Fantasy spirits within. And you Fuck get you. You get those real slow, boring conversations. Those low ones of, yeah, I don't know what we're going to expect here. Yeah, yeah I don't know either. Like, yeah, things are real bad. Just replace Hopefully, them with they the become Polar better. Guys, too, is fucking crazy. At least, the, at least the Final Fantasy people had life in their eyes. Yeah, but the yeah, fucking Tom Hanks in that Polar Express. Everybody in that movie. <laughs> I watched this VCD version of that thing. It was still scary, yeah. even though I couldn't barely see <laughs> what was going on. Even though it's three twenty. Dead eyes, Dan. Yeah, it's still dead eyes. Dead eyes. No, yeah, like Diablo Four looks cool, but like I don't know, like Blizzard just seems like such a fucking bad company right now. Like I said, and they like, should make that Overwatch ser- like into a series, like the. That, that, and it's the same thing with the Overwatch stuff. It's like, what is really different? Like, why is this called Diablo 4? Right? Like, uh, they haven't said it yet. It's not going to come out anytime soon. Why is it Overwatch but, 2? Well, the, the case the Overwatch they put, 2 is really bad. The case though. they put forth for that is like, hmm. The Overwatch 2 is really bad. Yeah. Because at least with Diablo 4, you know you're getting probably four acts mm-hmm. of another continuation A new engine, of the story. Uh, well, I mean, not even that. Well, part, it, right? it, but at least you're paying for yeah. new stuff. Yes, right? new content. But like... Overwatch 2 is just like, oh, how about these small little hand These are the holiday specials. Yeah, how about these small hand-picked mission stuff? And it's just like, and then Kotaku's first uh, run at a couple of them was mm-hmm. like, they're like, this is bad. <laughs> like, 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 they're, like, they weren't good because it's like, this game was meant to be played PvP, so you're basically playing with your PvP character in, like, a setting where you're trying to fight hordes of stuff. Yeah. Like, even, like, Destiny sometimes has a bad, has, has a hard time doing that because sometimes you're, ge- but you can get yeah. geared for yes. yeah. those things. So it's like, okay, well, these are the kind of guns I'm using on this. Yeah, like, we had, you know, there was the, the one mission where we were running the, the Reckoning, right? Like, we had that first run, and then there were a bunch of snipers, and we didn't, nobody had sniper rifles, so we got wiped. But we, you know, you make a quick adjustment, grab a, grab the right kind of gun, and then, oh, now we can make it through this pretty easily. Whereas in Overwatch, it's like, I'm playing Winston. Ah, uh, well, this he doesn't work on this But it's map. also, like, reverse because Destiny is mainly a PvE game. Yeah. Right? Like, majority of the content is PvE, and the PvP is kind of latched on to That's it. That's true. But, the, but, but, like, you know, the, the handling is, is enough where it's, like, it doesn't have to be extremely precise. Like, yeah. that's not the most precise game. And nobody's playing Destiny PvP, like, thinking, like, it's going to be, like, a super competitive eSport kind of stuff. But, like, Overwatch is, like, refined to a point where, like, this is, like, a hardcore PvP kind of mm-hmm. thing. Where all all of this stuff kind of matters and the small little margins matter. Yeah, like your character trying to encounters other characters, right? But trying to make that into a PVE experience, like I don't, I don't know. It was never really. It was it was always a fun distraction and like oh I got to do like four of these this week because I want to get like you know the extra loot box mm-hmm. that's guaranteed to have one of the holiday things. Oh cool! I just got the I just got sprays. Great, cool. I just wasted two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh look. You. oh, look, it's a skin for Reaper. I don't play Reaper. Fuck out of you. But yeah, is it an expansion? Is it DLC? Oh, it's a sequel. Yeah. Okay. 
No. Or is it a money sequel grab? Or, sequel or DLC expansion. That's the, the name of the game. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, the only good thing I can say is that, I mean, I like that they're doing something so that everybody can keep their stuff because yeah. that's a lot of money people spent for three money. years. Yeah. So it's cool that they, I mean, if there's anything positive, like, it's cool Your that they're having that. Over. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, why am I buying Overwatch 2? And why is it called 2? It should just be called, like, Overwatch Infinity or something. 2 just sounds dumb. Overwatch 360, and then the next one could be the Overwatch 1. Yeah. I mean, I even, like, have qualms of, like, Destiny 2 be going, called Destiny 2, because I don't think they're going to make a 3 anytime soon. Like, I think this game just keeps getting added to for forever. Like, I don't... Now that they're pretty much, I guess, independent, Yeah, there's no reason to make a 2 just keep expanding. It's true. They'll rebrand it at one point, reset their Metacritic score, so that... <laughs> They can get fresh set of reviews. Just on call it. everything Infinity, Destiny, Infinity, Disney, Infinity, Halo, Infinity, Infinity. Marath- Marathon, Infinity. All right, well, let's wrap it up then. One other bit of Unless news. You got one other bit of news. Go for it. It's kind of tangential to games for right now, but oh. there's the whole thing of what happened True over cinema. at at Geo Go Media. Oh, well, Deadspin. Oh, yeah, Deadspin. Deadspin. Also, Splinter a few weeks before that. Oh, like yeah. they shuttered Splinter right before the elections. Because the people who own Geo Media are a bunch of very rich, white, very conservative people. You know, assholes. And the Gizmodo family of websites are very liberal, <laughs> and you don't want a political what? site that completely disagrees with you. Why the fuck did you buy this, you fuckers? Because they wanted to make money. So Deadspin, on Tuesday... After publishing something <clears throat> that was not entirely sports, apparently there was a huge meeting where all of the <clears throat> Geo editors-in-chief went together for a meeting where the uh, CEO kept reinforcing, do things our draconian horrible way, and then at the end of the meeting said, pretty much along the lines of, I want to say what I heard the quote was something like, um, get the fuck out of here. They called over um, the interim editor-in-chief of Deadspin, Barry uh, Pacheski, and just said, get the fuck out of here. He went back to his team and said, I'm apparently fired. And his whole team went, fuck this. Yeah. And then they all went to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> this is what they did. I listened to the final. Which uh, is the most surprising thing. There's still a Planet Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the last one, not counting the Vegas one. It's the last man. One. What a shitty place. That's why they went there. There's never, saying, there was never anything good about Planet Hollywood other than it was there. The only thing I remember, other than the goofy movie shit they had everywhere, was I want to say they had chicken strips that were fried in Captain Crunch. That was uh, the yeah, only. That was... Those were the only. That's the only <laughs> fond memory I have of Planet Hollywood was the Captain Crunch chicken tenders that they had on the menu. No, I remember the the whole pitch of Planet Hollywood is that it was owned by Arnold, Arnold Stallone, Stallone and, and Bruce Willis. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, sometimes they come to the <coughs> store, and it's like, oh, we better go to Planet Hollywood. They, Bruce Willis, man, Bruce Willis ain't gonna fucking <laughs> he, be there. Show up at he the Seattle one. Planet Hollywood. If anything, he fucking one. hates you. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be like, hey, Bruce well, we know Willis. that now. Oh yeah. Back then, he was an action hero that we could believe in. He said he'd be back, and Arnold is back! Hey, Arnold! Fuck you. Yeah, do you have any housekeepers I can... So... Well, I didn't do the diddling, man! I wasn't the one who had to get out of bed. Make it messy. Make it messy over here. Bring a man's personal business on this podcast. So, after... (laughs) Public figure. 
after they went to Planet Planet Hollywood, getting drunk, like this is what they related on the final Deadspin podcast, which is kind of good if you want to listen, say that is pretty much how people are laughing at their own personal train wreck. So a short bit later, um, this was on Tuesday of Halloween week. So on Wednesday, some people started to kind of quit um, in protest. No, not just kind of quit, like their entire... Pretty much all of their senior staff. You could follow this on, like, articles on, like, the New York Times, even, where it's like, um, six people have quit. Update. Eight people have quit. (laughs) Update. Ten people have quit. Update. Twelve people have quit. It was pretty crazy. Mass exodus from Deadspin. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Solidarity. It was surprising. At least twelve people quit. Um, These include, like... All of their people who had been there for the longest. Like, there was people who had been writing there for a decade plus. Yeah, there's Tom Lay, Laura Wagner, Drew Maggery. Like, one cool thing is these are people who probably should be able to get jobs somewhat easily because quite a few of them are very talented. I'm happy to see Drew Maggery, at least. His regular um, articles during the NFL season and during the whole year would be, he has a mailbag section called uh, Fun Bag. Vice ran that this Tuesday. He has one during the NFL season called Jamboree, where he runs down the games and some other random things. That one ended up on Vice, so it's good to see some of these people at least are already getting out there. It's fucked up what's going on. At Vice, too. Yeah, Vice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One thing, though, that was... Keep your hands to yourself. Jesus So, what pretty much the whole thing came down to, the GO leadership said... Stick to sports. Stick to sports. And they wrote some things on on politics, because that's what they have done. What's great is they're like, all of these sports, or all of these non-sports articles have no viewership. And, you know, here's some examples of some of the bad stuff they have done. And one of them was... So it's layering season, which was Drew Maggery's final jamboree with them, which is all about the NFL. It's the games in review for the upcoming week. We all know, we can all agree that the management of this this debacle was not... Here's the other great thing. After they announced that um, their editor-in-chief was fired... We're not covering sports. They start having articles. Oh, they put out like every other site was covering. No, no. First, what Deadspin oh, yeah, did. Yeah. Here's three dogs that are yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the article about were, three were, dogs. That was after they t- they were told to stick to sports. They all went, "Well, fuck you. We're going to write them whatever the fuck we want." And then, of course, the other all the rest of the geo started site. to stick to yeah. sports. Like yeah. Jezebel had a great one about you should fuck a baseball oh, yeah. player. I want to fuck a whole baseball team. Yeah, that yeah, was the, it's yeah. like. And then, like, oh, it... so the good thing is, is that this, the all of the Deadspin writers are part of the GMG union, so they will not just be hung out to dry. There is a, you know, process there are two lawsuits going on. Um, but yeah, it's just sad to see a voice that was so. I mean, I didn't read a whole lot of Deadspin. I read it every day. That's you, yeah. one of my go tos. Yeah, I know you read a lot of it. I know Dan read a ton of it, and. It's just, you know, it's sad to see a voice like that silenced so quickly. It's also just and dumb. For, like, for, why would you take over Deadspin and not? For moronic reasons, yeah. Yeah, also, like, why... It's only the trolls in the comments ever, ever talk about, like, all oh, you guys are not writing about sports enough. Yeah. yeah, and, I mean, that's become the rallying cry for sports sites all over. Like, Sports Illustrated, they had, like, their 
management came down saying stick to sports. Uh, ESPN had that. In fact, Deadspin had some articles earlier this year talking about how dumb that is because of how sports are not in a vacuum. Like when Donald Trump showed up for the World National Series game, game and, got, and booed. got booed, that's at a sport event. Mm, oh, the delicious tears of his face when he fucking started hearing those boos. The look on his wife's face. Yeah. She they recognized won, right? it early. Nationals, yeah, they won the World Series. And one of the players was very specifically vocal the catcher. shortly afterwards saying, well, no, so oh. two. there were two sides. Oh, okay. there, was, there was one player specifically who was like, fuck that, I'm not going to the White House. But then and then the, the catcher wore the a House, MAGA hat. Wore the MAGA hat and... And afterwards, he was like, it was just jokes, guys. No, it wasn't. Jokes. Yeah. No, that, that's a hate symbol. The only joke is Trump. <laughs> See how you do political commentary? I got it. Oh, man. Yeah. You should write for Deadspin. Oh. No. no. Uh, you, you should have said you should have write for, like, New York Forbes? Should I get Forbes? No, you should have. One know. of the really. Washington Post? Oh, sticking to sports. No. NBA Live is canceled again. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> one did, of these years, they killed the zombie yet again. One of these years, they're gonna they're gonna make a real boy. They made NBA. That, no, I'm sure they made this game. They just realized that it's not gonna sell, and they're they, like, well, I don't know. or they realized it's buggier than WWE 2K20. Just saying something. Oh God. If you want some How fun, watch videos that? of that game in action. How was that? Don't blame the QA team for that because they probably saw all those bugs and went, went, hey, developers, uh, you can't ship this. And the developers and the people up higher went, it's known shippable, we're good. We'll fix it in post. Um, Actually, what's the I need more room for my airlog. Your airlog is so saved on like a one terabyte drive. Yeah, I need more room, please. The worst part of that game is not really the bug. It's how horrible those wrestlers look. Yeah. They don't even look like the people that they're supposed to be. There's some that are the rock, epically bad. The Rock looks Ooh. like yeah, a lot. The Rock looks like what somebody would make in The Sims Four to be the Rock who could live in your household. Ric Flair looks so the, bad. The Becky Lynch looks Ooh. really bad. Like yeah, all the, the women look the bad. The women look bad. The, the Undertaker, the various oh, forms of Undertaker, all look. They all look just terrible. sad. They all look like sad Taker. They look like they look like somebody tried to draw Taker and realized, oh shit, I made the eyes too small. Just go with it because it just looks like he looks like a cartoon, yeah. and they're not trying to make it a stylized. <laughs> they almost look looks bad. X Pac looks bad. Oh yeah. Fucking Hulk Hogan looks bad. Oh, they the look like Randy Savage. Oh my god, the Randy oh. Savage is the yeah. That is the that is that is almost to the point of insulting. That's a crime. Insulting. Yeah, they look like the midpoint of a Monster Factory video when they get their baseline before they really play with the sliders. Yeah. Like when they made the pebble. Anyways, yeah. all right. So yeah, Deadspin. R.I.P. I hope the writers land on their feet. Cause, Deadspin forever. Yeah, Deadspin forever. That's, or what is it? The un, at Undeadspin? Is that the, the oh, yeah. Twitter handle? Undeadspin is the so Twitter for... They set up within Kinja a thing called... Um, uh, oh, it's like um, Splinter is dead, and then they made Deadspin is dead. Mm-hmm. And then the head of Geo Media shut those down. Yeah, well. He's gone. Uh, that guy's gone now. So the one guy who was handling all of those Deadspin posts, posting as Deadspin. Oh God, that was that was just gross. It was just funny because the, he he thought he was clever, and then the internet went, internet went, Nah, you're not clever, son. Like, they tried like 
that guy tried to sound like Deadspin so hard. Where he's like, check out this guy is an asshole. Anyways. Kevin, what are you going to play this week? It's like Rainier Wolf Castle's like jokes where he's like, that's the joke. That's the joke. Upon further inspection, these are loafers. That's the joke. So the joke is... Shoes, <laughs> Kevin. What are you gonna play this week? What's gonna What's gonna take up your time? You gonna finish? You gonna try and get back to Outer Worlds? I'm going to play more Outer Worlds. I was playing that this morning. Nice. Right before I came over here. Excellent. I will also on Monday be streaming a bunch of stuff. As let's just see if I could bring more money for Extra Life. Because why, why the fuck not? not? Yeah. If I don't, so what? Yeah. One game I know I will play during that. There's a game I really want to play again. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. All right. It was a hair too <laughs> long. Let's go. <laughs> it's too long for Extra Life because uh-huh. I like to play games to completion if they have a good, like you know, a good positive yeah. type of message. Or if they're spooky as shit or the quiet man, because whatever, I'm a glutton for pain. I want to play through The Missing again. It's very good, positive, very identity positive. More so than you would expect from a Japanese developer, because, no offense, when it comes to LGBTQ type of stuff, Japan kind of is behind the pace. But very, very LGBTQ positive, really good game. Has a lot of goriness because you tear your I, arm I off played, and I throw. Hours of that game. Yeah. So I'm going to oh, play through that again. Yeah, from Swery. Yeah, the one where you could. Oh, also, you know what? If they're going to make move, if Kojima's going to make movies, oh, just like how Swery and Suda and the oh, Silent Hill guy are teaming up to make a game, I want to see Kojima team up with Swery on a Deadly Premonition movie TV series. Yes. Guys, it's called Twin Peaks. No, no. No, where you shoot Whatever everything. Deadly. Shoot I, everything. I don't think Twin Peaks is as good as people like to think it is, but Deadly Permission is it's not Twin Peaks. It's amazing. It is not. I cannot believe they're Yeah, fuck, man. That's, that is a game I will 100% not buy, but I am excited that it is amazing. I want to. I want Giant Pump to yeah. a new endurance exactly. ride. Yeah. I just want to watch people play that game and go, Jeff what Jefferson play the that game? Fuck. That's what I want. Yeah. Dan, what are you going to play this week? Death Stranding. No. Whoa, hey now. No. Uh, yeah, like I said earlier, Control and then Jedi. Yes. And, and then Death Stranding. The last 30 minutes of Outer Worlds. Yeah, I think I must be at the... You're, you're close. Yeah. I went up an elevator and I saw my objective and I was like, oh, this must be the end. I will say I did hear about a secret ending for that game. Yeah. Because I read stuff on speedrunners and there's a speedrunner specific secret ending mm-hmm. that sounds pretty amazing. All right, guys. Thanks. It's always a pleasure. Congratulations on your extra life stream, Kevin. Good luck on Monday. Hopefully you raise a little more money. Extra life addendum. Extra, extra life. Yeah, a little extra, extra life. Extra. We're we're done. (laughs) Wait, that'll be when I do another run. Uh, Because I'm taking a lot of time off around Christmas. Extra Life life Infinity. Everything's Infinity. Infinity. And then Extra Life 1. Yeah, there you go. And then the Extra Life. P. Crackers Infinity. Death Stranding Infinity. Important word, if you could get out there. Remember, because of the state of the world and how you need to do things right, get some of those spicy pea crackers. They're, They're good. good. They're good. They're very tasty. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to eat pee? And don't eat crickets. No. I mean, if you like them, cool, but, yeah, they were gross. They're in danger. Stop eating crickets. 
that's the opposite of true. Yeah, they're dying off just like the bees. And oh yeah, important words. Don't don't eat like eight habaneros in one day. Don't eat eight habaneros in one day. Oh, also I'll say another snack review. Sure. G fuel's kind of good. Don't buy it because it sounds dumb to buy, but it's kind of good. Oh, did you have gamer fuel? I had G fuel because one of the extra life rewards this year was if you raised enough G fuel would sell you a starter set, which was a tumbler uh-huh. with like eight or ten of their different flavor sure. things. Yeah. And all you had to do was pay for shipping. I had one of those during the stream. It's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's like, like a snack mix, right? It's like, like yeah. Gatorade meets uh, oh, Monster. Drink, I got you. Yeah. Okay. G Fuel is like a Kool-Aid powder you pour I, into got, a tumbler. They've got gamer snacks that are, the, that are like the same thing. Wrap just... snacks are also good. Gamer fuel, man. I don't know, man. I know at one point Gatorade was like, I don't know if they still have them, but they had these chews that you could dice on. Yeah. All I know is G Fuel stuff. It all has words on it. I don't know what they are. Like chemicals that aren't existing. Until that guy got banned from Fortnite for life for using aimbots while going, don't do this. You could be banned. But this is what it's like to see an aimbot. And then he got banned for life because he did that i didn't know until then what the capital f lowercase a capital z lowercase e was on a lot of my game my g fuels okay phase is is, it's kind of like machinima type of thing where it's like a streaming conglomerate because the guy who got banned from phase team was phase something by the way ninja's a fucking piece of shit after that guy got banned ninja started saying you know it's one thing uh, it's one thing ban someone but this guy's an influencer like he should not be like held to some so harsh of a punishment has and have not he's a fuck yeah fuck yeah he's a if anything influencers fuck that word streamers should be for streamer beefs. Streamers should be held to a higher standard because if they're using a fucking aimbot, they're showing a bunch of people what it's like to use an aimbot. Showing how easy it is. If it's some douchebag using it, fuck that guy. If it's an influencer, they're showing other people how to do that. While also fucking up other people's games. They're doing the crime, and then they're showing how to do the crime. You should turn off... On that note also, there's a really cool video out there where this jewel thief... It was shared by Chris, yeah. This jewel thief looked at different movie scenes of heists, and that was awesome. He was very appreciative of the heist from Snatch, the diamonds in Antwerp. Except he's like... Don't use violence. I never use violence. Unless he's telling you all the wrong things because he's a thief. Was great, though. (laughs) This guy, though, he goes, don't use violence. I never use violence. You never want to use violence. You you want to intimidate. You want to use your words. However, don't do that. I scarred people for life by using my words. Don't do that. But don't do violence. This guy's like, that guy's awesome. That's just the message for everybody. Don't do violence. Thanks, everybody. Uh, not always. I mean, you know. We gotta do violence sometimes. Every once in a while, punching a Nazi. Uh, okay. Yeah, we okay. have to. <laughs> sometimes we gotta blow away motherfuckers. Okay. But Important thing, be inclusive. That shouldn't be our first. If people and do. Quick if people don't agree with your opinion, you could still be inclusive, unless their opinions are hate, in which case, you don't have to include them. 
Fuck those people. Sometimes we gotta bomb some motherfucker, but most of the time we bomb the wrong bull. And most of the time we bomb too many. <laughs> and then sometimes we just pull out of climate-correcting accords where we're just gonna fuck this planet. Sometimes we gotta bomb the climate change. That's how we stop it. Nuclear weapons. We explode the El Nino. It is the bad. So anyway, I was watching this. I'm pulling YouTube. the emergency stop button. I was watching this YouTube video. We gotta fight El Nino. Okay, We're boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. We're done. This tweet I saw yeah. from this okay, lady boomer. who said, "I asked my son, who's 17, to explain okay, boomer," and his response is saying like. Yeah, so me and my friends, we're all going to die on a planet that can't sustain us anymore because of old people, but they're offended by a meme. Yeah, the I love, this week, I have loved watching or reading any comments where um, those fucking boomers get, or people who are boomer adjacent, these Gen X guys, get so fucking upset, get so fucking upset, I love it, the, oh, oh, it feeds me. Mm. This is what's so good is... Mm. I wish you could regrow oh. my hair. That's how much energy I get from it. So your hair could stand up and yeah. glow like Super yeah. Saiyan style. Oh, it's so fucking great. Because they're always just like, oh, we're not all like that. Blah, blah, Here's blah. my favorite is for so long, you <laughs> know, millennials are so offended by everything and they need a participation trophy. They don't know how to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And these millennials <laughs> get offended at anything. It's you. So this is why comedy can't can't exist anymore at, at campuses because they're offended. Yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> you can't say that to me. Yeah, I love it. Oh, love the deliciousness is so good. That New Zealand um member of parliament. Oh yeah. Where she was talking she about said that during the I'm 25 now by uh 2055 when I'm the age of a lot of these uh older people. My planet is going to be in a state that's unrecognizable and this guy echoes right then she goes, "Okay, boomer." And then just continues. I love how fucking upset they get. It's so fucking crazy. It is great for once like they kept poking for so long going, you know, it's it's the avocado toast. You know, it's the millennials. Millennials favorite, are running wine my corks. My is when, like, they get super indignant, and then they're like, well, you know, we created, like, you know, like, um, like, uh, rock and roll and all of this stuff. What, 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 what do millennials ever did? It's like, dude, you didn't make rock and roll, You stole right? it from black people. You stole it from black people, man. And then you made it fucking, like, super generic for a long time. Like You wussified it. Yeah, like, dude, you guys didn't make anything. Just the same thing. Most generations don't make anything. It's like one person who made a who or like a group of people who made the internet. The fucking silent generation didn't make uh, uh, stuff. It's but it's just like it's just so crazy. Like when people get indignant that way, it's like well, my like taking credit for <coughs> something that somebody did just because he was bo- he or she was born adjacent somewhere, somewhere <laughs> within five years of your birthday. Like it's fucking ridiculous. It's the same thing with like English people are like, well, we gave you Sir Isaac Newton. Like, what have people from Mozambique have ever done? It's like no, Sir Isaac Newton gave us Sir Isaac Newton. Like, <laughs> Dan, ask me what I give the world. What did you give the world? Well, I gave the world Nirvana and Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, because and... you, you haven't <laughs> no, lived in do. Washington. And I'm around that age. Third wave Scott. Third wave Scott, yeah. California, okay. I don't know what Hawaii did. 
fucking North 50, Shore. Fifty first dates, sure. Surfing. Fifty first dates. Dan, you gave surfing. us pineapple. Yeah, pineapples and surfing. <laughs> pineapple. Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian pizza. Pineapple surfing. Wow, Jurassic Park. <clears throat> yeah. You gave us Lay's so we yeah. can make jokes about getting laid. It's like, I mean, I mean, I totally understand the compunction to do that. I mean, you know, when there's somebody like, that I either know or ethnic group adjacent, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, hey, this is, but like, to bring it up as like some kind of form of debate or argument is fucking ridiculous. It's like, like in reality, we made rock and roll. You know what <laughs> I gave so the world? Far off I. From what you guys did. It's like. Here's, you listen to rock and roll. Here's a more realistic... You jerked off in your room. Yeah. To p- print porn. It's like, here's a more realistic thing. What have I given the world? I made a really cool pie last week. Brie really enjoyed my key lime pie. Yeah, and it's, it's... I cooked a good barbecue. And it's also really rock and roll and punk of you to be like, oh, well, the kids nowadays didn't make any music. It's like, they're making a ton of music. <laughs> it's not for you, because it's the same thing that your fucking folks hated about your rock and roll shit. It's the, the same thing that we talk about, like, when we go like, oh, man, that fucking trap rap, like, sounds fucking weird. Like, it's not for you. Like, you're doing the same thing. You're not a punker anymore. You're not an anti-establishment. You became the establishment, <laughs> You are the man. And all you Gen X guys, like, yeah, you guys all listen to Pearl Jam in the 80s and 90s and stuff. And now you guys just, just hate minorities. Didn't you, yeah, you just mm. fucking became a suburb. Like, <laughs> like You live on the east side and yeah. you complain about car tabs being too expensive. Or, and then you vote for... Or, an, you, an, 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 or you go into the city and you go like, oh, wow, this is really... This seems really dangerous. I will just say the only reason that car tab thing even exists is they should have corrected. I'm not saying I'm for the car tab thing. I'm saying the only reason it went through is because Sound Transit would not take proper valuation of vehicles. If they would have corrected that three years ago, it was brought up. If they would have corrected that, then we wouldn't have every transit project in the entire state fucked. Which is why, once again, I say fuck Sound Transit. I say fuck Tim Iman for being a fucking... Well, Tim Iman's his own special... You don't need to say... His own special... His own special level of hell. You don't need to say fuck Tim Iman because it's implied. Yeah, it's the... It's it's implied. It's like like Sir Tim... Sir Sir fuck Tim Iman. Yeah, Sir Alec Guinness. It's fuck Tim... It's like... (laughs) You don't need to say... Half of that ballot this year was his bullshit. Yeah. You don't need to say Sir Ian McKellen... Because when you say er, Ian McKellen, you think of Sir Ian McKellen. Fuck Tim Iman is Tim Iman. Fuck that guy. Make me fill out bubbles on a bullshit of, like ballads like this. The government did this without a vote of the people. It's like, yeah, that's what government does. Yeah, isn't that, you dumb fuck. Yeah. I just, I love the ones though that sounded completely where it's like some of them were so vague where it's like. On certain parts of certain commerce, certain things are being taxed. And it's like, fuck off! You bet you spent money putting this shit on a ballot. It doesn't do anything. And then I love the ones where you could point out what industry and you could go, oh, certain financial institutions are being taxed. Fuck banks. Yeah. Go with a credit union. Yeah. Yeah, that's, or that's, that's architectural what... paint. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, that's fucking... That, that, that idea that like oh it wasn't voted by a vote of the people or I didn't vote for the secretary of whatever of minister of put, something it's like put, you voted that's for kind a of the point democracy that's the point yeah. if it's older than two years 
Put a fucking initiative on the ballot. Don't do this advisory vote stuff because that's just wasting everyone's money. It did, N- yeah. No one it cares. It lined his fucking pockets. That's what it did. So No one cares about... I'm just pissed the- off that the, the councilman for my neighborhood, there was one guy who ran his ass off. He attended everything... Really cool guy. Like, he attended every city council meeting. He did so many things reaching out community. The woman he ran against, she was councilwoman, not this, not incumbent from this, but from the previous term. So the person who beat her retired. She did not do jack shit except put signs out there and people already knew her name. She won by like 10%. Because people recognize her. And meanwhile, the guy who lost... He fucking cares. Like, he actually cares, which is painful. Plus, also, he worked for Magic the Gathering, so he's a, he's got the geek cred. He now that's works for Boeing, a, but... That's why you run another campaign. Yep. Because you don't have to convince oh. those people that you already voted for you. Yeah, a lot of people are like, save your signs, and he's like, oh, I'm saving them. Also, on the last tidbit, like, just because Virginia is mostly Democrat now, they all, they all voted, like, kind of a straight, isn't they, it? Like, the they whole, the whole yeah, yeah, all three branches of government in that state are now blue. And then for, like, Fox News or any of fucking assholes to be like, well, the reason is because changing demographics of these foreign-born um, people, and it's just like, they're citizens. They're allowed to vote, and, and they, they voted, didn't vote. Yeah, they didn't and vote hey, for your guy. And maybe maybe if the GOP didn't try to make a fucking scapegoat out of, like, of, Everything. Out, of like out of immigrants and foreign-born Americans this whole time, maybe those guys would have voted for you. Because, and, hey, you know what? A lot of immigrants are actually pretty conservative when they first come uh-huh. yeah. because they don't want to be taxed to all hell and they're just trying to make their way they're trying to make their yeah. way but if you fucking demonize people over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again they're gonna be like oh this isn't for me i'm just gonna go with the people like Wait, i don't you, agree with are you trying to tell me that you don't give a shit about me Oh yeah, it's like oh, it's like when fuck it's, like, you. it's like when conservative analysts like get like get like uh, fucking indignant or perplexed where they're just like, well, a lot of Black America is very religious and they're anti-gay, but they keep voting with these Democrats who are all all about the gays, and it's like. One, it's it's like they they know that this is like a multi-issue thing, mm-hmm. and like okay, like I can I I mean I don't have to agree with a hundred percent of the ballot, and my religion doesn't completely define me as a person. Also, you guys think I'm an asshole. Oh, you guys think I'm inhuman. Yeah. And also, guys- uh, GOP. You actively team up with white supremacists. Yeah. Guess what? People aren't white. Like, might not like the white supremacy yeah, it's, side. It's like it's 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 crazy. It's just like I mean, why do why do they vote like a hundred percent almost with Democrats? Cause, because cause the that other guy side doesn't stand next to David Duke and go. I like this man. He's a good man. Yeah. He has interesting ideas. Or you don't give like shirts that say "Blacks for Trump" to uh-huh. like everybody in the fucking rally. And <laughs> Jesus Christ! Maybe How fucking nihilistic. Maybe sometimes you can't say, "Well, people from both sides." Yeah. No, no. Sometimes there is one bad side. And that yeah, and is, categorizing them that way is like trying to act like they don't have any agency, like they're just yeah. voting blindly for Democrats or non-Republicans. Like, no, people are smart. They know the score. And for the most part, yeah, if you're if you're like an Indian American in Virginia, which I think is a big population in Virginia, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like uh, why would I vote GOP? A Democrat won the governorship in Kentucky. Yeah. Like, that's... 
right after Trump went out uh-huh. endorsing so, the Republican candidate. Make sure you vote next year, folks. Like it's it's gonna be also make sure you vote watch. locally. Yeah. If if you are so inclined for this type of entertainment, grab some popcorn and watch the news this week because we are getting to the interesting times of the impeachment oh, yeah. process. Thanks, everybody. We also, gotta go. hopefully, John Oliver doesn't go on vacation anytime soon. Uh, yeah, because yes, because it always seems when politics get the best is when the best political commentators go on vacation. Seriously, man, like John Oliver's just there, just like like it's like dopamine for the masses, man. He's just there, like, oh, I'm on your side, but when it really comes down to it, he's not. I always remembered Conspiracy, John. every time John Stewart went on vacation from the Daily yeah, Show, something, something exploded. And it's like, fuck! Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Man. Play some games. Yes, play some games. Open your third eye. Right, Understand already. what's actually happening here, bro. I think he just called you a four eyes. I am. We're done. Bye. No, what I believe in is actually more sinister. <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason. <laughs> and that's alternatively better and worse.